one. All right, and welcome to Ice When Del Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. I'm your host, the new DM. We're the Critcast Podcast, and we're kind of. Uh, I'm editing this out because my music just stopped on me for some reason <laughs> right when I start talking, of course. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, thanks for joining us here. I'm going to fix some of that up. Uh, let's go into my Rule 20 for quick introductions. I'm going to go with, uh, if you want to start us off, Vale. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, hello, I am I'm um, playing Vela Cool. Um, she is a... Uh, a rather, you know, thin, short, uh, teething uh, wizard, dresses very fancy, has glasses so that you know she's a wizard. She is, she, her skin is light lavender, and she has a cute little bob and um, rather pink eyes. Uh, and yeah, no, recently we discovered there was more to her than it originally met the needs the eye. Also. If Aurel made a book of poetry, would that be called the Rhymes of a Frost Maiden? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. I like that. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's really good. <laughs> I took psychic damage from that joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Abreus, uh, if you want to follow up. Not sure how I follow up with that one, but... Uh... <laughs> Evening. My name is Abreus Sunstar. I am a uh, six-foot-tall human, uh, dirty brown hair. It's kind of like what relatively well-trimmed beard, although it's getting more scraggly by the day. Piercing blue eyes, pale skin. Um, you know, with with a cloak that's emblazoned with the logos, with the symbols of Icewind Dale, um, and is a paladin of vengeance and is looking forward to seeing where things go this session <laughs> wonderful uh i am as a curious abrace where things are gonna go this session uh we'll go to morthus next well hello i'm morthus gratia i am a tiefling uh, 5'10 i remembered my height this time 165 pounds red eyes red skin purple hair and horny horns <laughs> Lovely. And Idana. I am Idana Tiradon, a rogue dampier with bluish gray skin, brown hair that's fading to white, uh, red eyes, about five foot seven, and she's very confused and interested in what Vel might be doing here in the future. All right, wonderful. Um, so, uh, if I remember last time, we had, as kind of where we left off was discovering some things about Vale uh, and her back history with, uh, I guess, the Arcane Brotherhood. Um, and we all decided... Uh, to go to bed directly afterwards, right? Uh, yeah. So we did have a minor encounter. They were really, they are more bark than bite. Right. And, um... Oh, yes. Also, Santa Claus told us about a, uh, city 
or something. No, a, a rather large creature that the goblins had found. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Santa Claus, yes. Uh, <laughs> yes, a very large creature that they had found frozen and tucked away towards the spine of the world, right? Yeah. Oh, and we also did some infiltration into the uh, whatever swords. I don't remember the name. Yes, Knights uh, of the Black Swords. Knights of the Black Swords, yes. And... Uh, yeah, and they're like, yeah, if you if you want to know more, just you know, come up to uh, Cardunaval, yep. and and then uh, yeah, sure, buddy, and then he sent people after us. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Cardunaval, the uh, the infamous Cardunaval. Uh, yeah, it'll. Uh... Yes, uh, <laughs> you 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 kind of were sweet talked a little bit, almost into going to Caradineval, but uh, you it seemed like uh, it started off with you guys catching on to some of the uh, f- um, fallacies in the logic, I guess, uh, with uh, some of these politics uh, that have been moving around, starting with Morthus, I think, where he kind of thought that. The uh, ultimate worship of such a deity, you can't really go back if you choose, uh, was it? And you guys catching on to the fact that he sent somebody after you. Uh, Or hopefully, allegedly, I guess we should say here. Uh, I don't want to sell anyone out. Um, But as we're kind of uh, waking up from a long night's rest, um, you know, we're... In two separate rooms in the White Lady Inn, uh, there's not much happening uh, around. The wind seems to be blowing uh, pretty calm, uh, apparently silently, because uh, Sirenscape isn't playing anything for me. Uh, no, so the wind's blowing uh, fairly calmly you know all you really hear is the creaks the cracks and the moans clashes of dishes downstairs um other than that you know it's a pretty quiet morning for an inn it's about i would say six forty-five in the morning uh almost seven o'clock once things get really happening around here most people are out getting lunch or uh, excuse me not lunch but breakfast either before or heading uh, home from the catch. Uh, what would you like to do? I suppose first things first, I'm going to head downstairs and grab a bite to eat. Yes, no, Velikor would do very much the same after waking up. Uh, she'd make sure Donna's there and, you know, still not a vampire. And then head downstairs to go grab something to eat and wait for her companion to join her. Yeah, fair. It seems to kind of back and bounce back and forth. Yeah. Abraham would have woke up like maybe half an hour earlier um, and gone out and done his ritual kind of weapon exercises with his spear and then kind of headed in to check in on the rest and grab some breakfast hungry from the exercise. Awesome. Um, Yeah. Okay. So you can, uh, let's zoom into this little place. Uh, 
you, you can see that Bardaban is still doing his normal thing um, as you guys kind of come down, get acquainted in the... Uh, let me move my microphone a little bit here. As you get uh, acquainted uh, with uh, at a table and with your companions again, um, you know, you see the normal people in here probably the same familiar faces that you've seen the past handful of times you've been here as it seems to be more of a local spot since it's not the wet trout um but some people are here getting you know the basic breakfast um uh yeah go ahead move get a table um bardaban will come up and greet everyone good good morning bardaban what is on the menu for breakfast today i assume some sort of fish uh yes uh he kind of looks at you in his normal uh lovely uh uncharismatic way and he's like yeah you know we got a we got some knucklehead uh, i think i got all the bones out of it but uh we've been uh, just grilling it up throwing some tomatoes on it i got some uh some bread some honey from good meat real basic today nothing nothing really good coming in hopefully tomorrow's going to be better i'll be honest Yes, no, that would be perfectly fine. All right, and for you? What she's having. All right. Uh, are the others here uh, as well, sitting at the table? I assume so. I am, and I suppose I'll try your fish. <laughs> yeah, it ain't great. It doesn't sound like it. Uh, but, you know... We make what we can here, and it's uh, it, it'll fill you up. At least it'll keep you warm, I guess. Uh, uh, and you, sir, with the armor? I guess I'll have some of the fish, I guess. Unappetizing as you make it sound. I mean, don't get me wrong, it's meat. Uh, some of that, and the bread, and the honey. Yeah, all right. So he goes back and he gets things kind of situated. You know, he's talking to the normal crowd as they're laughing and joking. Um, uh, you know, most of the time they're really just having a conversation about uh, the frost giants that ruled the land long ago. Uh, you know, as this commoner here kind of is talking about what he heard in his travels that the Jarls the leader uh, would meet on top of a hill uh, to the west to settle disputes and uh, their throne still rests on that hill uh, so he went to go see it and he thought it was really cool and he wanted to brag about it other than that the, you know there's really no room to talk about the town it's really I don't want to start the day off as it's kind of boring but it's a definitely boring day here in the Icewind Dell, starting off uh, as Bartaban brings everything down and sets all the plates down. It has some coffee, uh, sets a couple of mugs of tea in case anyone wants that down. And he's like, yeah, if you guys need me, uh, you can uh, just come up and grab me. I'm talking to this guy about some frost giants. He says he's uh he says that these people keep coming back to it and having some battles or some tournaments or something like that i don't know uh and so he goes back oh. once uh, he's gone sorry yeah. go ahead no yeah yeah go ahead um once he's gone bell will say so i would like to again apologize for last night um that was quite a way to discover my past I would have preferred, you know, to 
disclose that on my own time. However, you know, life doesn't always work out that way. And I want to thank you all again for being so gracious as to understand, you know, gracious and understanding as far as my situation goes. And I also want to thank you for letting me stay with you all. My situation got quite hairy. Um, I mean, I kind of did myself out, but that's a whole other story. Anyways, um, yeah, no, I, I totally get it. Don't, don't worry at all, though. He'll give Adana a little smile. You've, you've proven yourself to be a worthy companion, and while I, I completely respect that this was not of your the time was not of your choosing. Like I said the last time last night, you know your background only determines where you came from. Doesn't does not determine who you are and where you're going. And I'm honored to have my spear at your side. And my magic is by your is at your side, all of yours. Oh, I definitely saw the power of that last night. I must say I was impressed. Yes. Yeah, you, speaking of my magic, you might want to clear my fireballs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from you when you're about to cast a fireball and leap very clear, trust me. <laughs> so, um, are we going to your ship then, Idana? Um, I mean, if you all are still down to do that, it would definitely be an interesting opportunity, that's for sure. Um, yeah, no, I see no reason why not. We might want to rent or buy a cart beforehand. You know, yes. Who knows what we can um, well encounter there as far as not only creatures or assailants, but loot. I guess. I guess you know because it was your ship. Um, but yeah, it it might be worth it. Oh, that is true. But also, it's crashed for oh gods at least five or six months now I don't even remember it's, it's ah. been a while since I came here so I'm not sure what would be left necessarily but yeah. it'll be a miracle if it's unrated yeah. I get the impression that since it's such a, a rumor that likely there it might not be unguarded I mean, gods, it's my ship. I'll, I have rights to it. No, 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 I agree. Um, and plus, you know, as long as I'm stuck with the three of you, doing something that gets me money does not sound that unappetizing to me. But, um, I guess what I mean to say is people wouldn't still be talking about it if there wasn't loot in there, and there wouldn't be loot in there if there wasn't something protecting that loot. Although, that begs the question, what has taken up residence in your old ship? Think of another number of creatures and monsters that would find that a suitable home. I would not be surprised to come across anything, given our adventures thus far. Um, I, I think we will just have to be prepared to encounter hostiles, and 
And you know, between between all of our various skills and talents, trust in our ability to keep each other safe and bring the loot home. Sounds good. Um, I, I'm all in for going to check out this ship. We need to pass time, get some, you know, get some equipment to make ourselves more powerful, and we have to wait a few days for my armor to be ready anyway, so that I may be a better protector for the party. Well, let's hop to then. Everybody finished? Um, Good to go. Yes, no, I am, yeah, I'm set to go. I, as am I. What do you think happened to the bodies from last night? Did, do you think people just threw them away? Do you think anyone thought it was weird that there was just, you know, stabbed and frozen bodies everywhere? Ice wind tail, though. There's bodies all over the place all the time. It's not uh, common. Oh, that's fair. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I, I will say, since I grew up here, the number of bodies in the street has multiplied by a factor of five or ten. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure it was much different when you were a child, or maybe you didn't notice things as much, but, you know, who's to say? At this point, we'll just have to move on. Um, I will say the uh, as you guys are getting ready to go out, Bartaban is now with Ronaldo as Ronaldo's talking and doing his thing again. Uh, nothing really new as you guys get going on. Uh, the only thing that happens is again the word "invisible dwarves." Ooh, spooky! Got to stop. <laughs> I wish it would. I I got to roll something different next time. I I think I'm just gonna force the uh, the roll uh, to give you a little more information. Uh, so. Uh, yes, uh, Ronaldo's there. You can see on the window, invisible doors. You guys can get the heck out of here. Uh, <laughs> we can uh, get out of th this area too. Oh, where is the map? Yeah, I assume we go get our axe beaks. And Vel will inquire how much it would cost to rent another axe beak uh, just in case do not we cannot carry everything ourselves i mean there are four of us now and we only have three axe beaks. oh that's true yeah wait i thought didn't oro have an axe beak before no he just ran himself, yeah he right? was too big yeah that's right the, they can carry up to 400 pounds so he was just <laughs> too <stuff>. big <laughs> <laughs> just him as a person yeah yeah he was just a big dude um yeah so you guys step out uh you can make your way towards the stables uh you notice that the bodies from last night have been removed uh but there's definitely some bloody snow around um yes uh let's see what kind of uh I'm going to roll a d20 to see if, or a d100 to see if East Haven has Axe Beaks, because I'm pretty sure I had it set up like they were kind of a four. Oh, I guess. Okay. 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 So, yeah, you guys can get an Axe Beak here. Oh, okay. Um, how much would that cost, um... She's asking the stable person who I don't remember his name. Yeah, the little kid who probably shouldn't be making deals. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah, so this little kid that is definitely uh, way mature beyond his age, kind of, you know, growing up on the streets and, you know, it just that's his reality and he's really good at what he does is he looks up to you guys and he's like, uh, oh, now this act speak, um, as he kind of goes over and pats one of this, uh, it looks a little bit uh, fatter than the other ones like it's just kind of been stabled for a while and hasn't really got out and done its thing uh he's like uh i can give it to you for how about uh, let's say 60 gold does that sound like a reasonable price dm or you can roll uh that's you can let's do a um an intelligence check of some sort i would uh, maybe or maybe it would be wisdom to see for street smarts i think wisdom makes more sense to see if he's trying to get a little bit more price you know in the past he has okay uh yeah i'll roll just a straight wisdom because i do not have proficiency in most other wisdom skills <laughs> um oh that's a natural 20. oh okay yeah okay yeah, you know that uh, the going rate is 50 gold. Oh, okay. Uh, and that's right. and that's for a good, healthy, young, yeah. you know, sturdy one. <laughs> yeah, they'll say, mm, now I, do, I believe that you are trying to swindle us. Uh, <gasps> she's not telling, like, accusatory. She's just smiling and says, this actually is rather chubby and... That price he quoted is more closer to, you know, a Axe-Bigman's prime. However, beggars cannot be choosers. We are on our way to that pirate ship, you know, um, that's sitting, sitting along the coast here. <gasps> you guys are going to the pirate ship? Oh, yeah, we are. Oh, whoa, pirates. As he kind of just, like, grabs a stick and acts like he's doing a little uh, swashbuckler sidestep. He's like, I always thought I'd be a good pirate. Well, you know who would be a good judge of that? Miss Idana here was a pirate. That's her ship. Idana will wink at the kid and just kind of smile. As he just kind of looks super awestruck, eyes just giant, you know, uh, just dilated eyes just looking up at you. What do you mean that's your ship? So you're like the super pirate then? Oh yeah. <laughs> Something like that, yes. She's the toughest pirate around. Exactly. I can Whoa. survive crashing in Icewind Dale. Well, I'll tell you what. If you bring me back something special like a pirate hat or something like that, I'll give you this axe speak for 40 f gold. All right, 30 yeah. gold. Mm. Yeah, no, we can do that. Now, but it's got to be a good pirate hat, like like the big ones, you know, that the captains wear or something. Yeah. We'll see what we can do. However, we are a bit light on funds right now. Would you oh, be okay no, with... Oh, oh, okay. Oh, well, 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 well. How, exact, how much gold do you have exactly? <laughs> Donna's a bit of a sugar Donna's mama. Donna's just going to look at Belle, not say anything smile and pull out 
what was it, 30 gold? 30, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Pull out the 30 gold and give it to the kid and just smile at Bell. <laughs> Bell will smile back. But yes, no, we can get you a pirate hat. All right. As he takes the gold and he kind of looks it up and he's just like, well, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, let me let me get it all ready. Uh, well, just be careful with Patrick, okay? He's kind of a moody one. We'll take very good care of Patrick, don't worry. Um, so yeah, he gets it all ready, kind of gets a pack um, set up. And takes the money, gives you everything you need, and you are more than welcome. Uh, unless there's anything else, he kind of just stumbles back in, goes and puts the money away, and gets back to his chores. Okay. Fantastic. And then... Uh, uh, I, will get, I will get on Patrick and attempt to not overexert him too much. <laughs> uh, yeah, you can do just fine. You know, Patrick, he's a, he's a, he's a curvy uh, axe beak, but he likes it. He eats well, and he's been happy, but he's a, he's a good, he's a good axe beak. He'll suit you well. Just, uh, just give him a little extra portions, and he'll be happy. <laughs> right. That would be good for my plate armor, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> he finally gets to run out in the wilderness. Yeah. Um, perfect. All right. Uh, so we are headed out of town again. Anything else that you guys want to do? Any stops? Um, anything like that? Uh, I didn't, don't... I don't want to expedite anything, I guess. I, I should just want to clarify if you need anything. Not that I can personally think of. Perfect. Yeah, okay. So, uh, yes. Um, ba, 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 ba. Let's grab this and bring you to the larger map of Icewind Dale, taking you out of East Haven. Alright, and if you remember, um, you guys are headed uh, to the ship, correct? Yeah, way yeah. up north. Yeah. That mark there. That is where you're yeah, headed. Take a while. Yeah, we got a little bit, but that's okay. Uh, we have a few choice. Well, I guess the best way would be through the east way, uh, that trail that you guys kind of took, uh, that connects more or less the ten towns together. Um, as uh, that'll get you towards here, which is Bremen. I'll put a B there. Bremen is the last city. And then you're basically into wilderness, uh, deep, I don't want to say mountainous, but, uh, yeah, some, uh, you got some decent sized hills and everything like that going towards the coast. Uh, so not bad. Let's see here. How long would it take us to get to at least Bremen? Um... Give me one second. So to Bryn Shander's ten and a half hours by this uh, helpful little chart that I had found online to make travel make more sense. Uh, ten and a half hours to Bryn Shander alone. And that's that big X in the middle. To From Bryn Shander to... 
Oh gosh, um, that would be Targos is about what two hours, and then from Targos to Bremen, there's not really a trail, but it's more or less a f footpath, I guess. It's about three hours, so you're more or less almost sixteen hours. It's not horrible. Sixteen from Bremen, and then who knows how long through the wilderness to the ship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. On the road again. Yeah. <laughs> on uh, the footpath between on the path between East Haven and Bren and Brinchander, do we encounter any would we encounter many much trouble at, around at this time of day or Yeah, so that's a good question. As you're going through and I'm looking through my uh kind of uh what do you call it? What random encounters that the uh, module has us do. The, uh... It's about... Barely... Nine o'clock. I'd say, yeah, you guys are probably... Moving down the road by 9 a.m. Because uh, it really doesn't take that long to get packed up, move down the road, get to the Axe Beak, purchase it, get it packed up. So I'd say, yeah... You're, you're moving pretty solidly. Uh, so, yeah, you, you are in less of a chance that something should happen. In fact, I just confirmed that nothing really does happen from East Haven to Bryn Shander. Uh, it's a very long, treacherous journey. Uh, the only thing that really comes up is that um, you guys encounter a blizzard. Um, about halfway through um, that slows you guys down so uh, I guess the real question is as I'm just finishing off this roll do you guys uh, about what three o'clock get hit stuck by a heavy blizzard um, nothing's really slowing you down besides visibility since you guys more or less do the tie everyone up to a rope kind of a thing um so i'm not going to slow us down that way i'll just say we get slowing down to about midnight that you guys get into Bryn Shander. how's that sound oh yeah oh yeah yeah it's a long trip Okay, cool. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. so yeah, we won't have to mess with all the the mechanics of the blizzard and everything like that. You get into Bryn Shander, it's midnight. Uh, what's the plan? Do you guys want to keep going? Uh, do you want to go inside Bryn Shander? Uh, camp out? Yeah. What do you, What's the plan? Uh, Bryn Shander has a wall around it, right? Does it? Yes. Um, do the guards let people in past a certain time, or? Uh, for the most part, yes. Uh, just because of the treacherous uh, nature of Icewind Dell right now, we got. Let me get rid of that one. Uh, just because of the kind of chaos that is Icewind Dell, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, they don't really close it. They have extra guards at night, so you would just kind of see more people. Um, 
bouncing around uh, the outskirts and sitting on top of not the portacola, uh, but the uh, the uh, 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 areas where archers would stand. Um, there's a name for it that I can't remember right now, uh, but yeah, they're standing on top of that. Other than that, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty relaxed. You can get in and out. They want people in and safe. Okay. As we're approaching, Bellacor will uh, try and shout through the blizzard and say, "So I think we should maybe, you know, uh, find an, try and find an inn in Brinchanda. Um I mean, I could always just put up a dome if that's what you guys would prefer, but." Um, I don't know. Would it you steal guys' call in the end? Way. Uh, I don't have spooky eyes anymore, so I don't think they'll really care about me being there. And honestly, ice ground, even if we're in the dome, doesn't sound that inviting. Let's let's get a let's get a bed for the evening. Fantastic. Okay, uh, Abreus, welcome home. Yes, <laughs> feels like stepping to home. I still recognize a number of the alleys and pathways. As you kind of come in, it's washing over you like sweet nostalgia. I know you were more or less here not too long ago, but you are indeed always... It always feels good to come back into the familiarity, I guess, of your Bryn Shander somewhere that you spent a lot of your childhood and that means a lot to you, right? Yep, but it also makes me a little bit sad because I can kind of see the shadows and and, and uh, poverty that's fallen upon the, the settlement. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, um, you guys, uh, there are the stables here, so that's where you would want to put your axe beaks. Um, the... Uh, Gosh, I think the inn is here. That would go to. I'm really invested in Patrick. The XP. <laughs> <laughs> the chubby axe. The chubby axe. <laughs> Do the other axe have names? You know what? You can name yours. No one's oh. ever done it. Huh. Let's see. Something not anachronistic. I'll think of that later. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, uh, you guys, um, I guess the plan is to head, put them in the stables. You go ahead and, um, yeah, are able to do it for, I think, we'll call it, you have four. So we'll do eight gold. That's two gold each axe speak to store, feed, and put them through the night. Um, other than that, uh, you kind of bounce around, uh, I love when Discord blows up and interrupts me. Hold on, I gotta pause this. Give me one second, guy. Alright, welcome back. Uh, so yes, we hit to the stables, we drop off a gold. Uh, the streets at this time are pretty much empty. There's not much to see, uh, as you can imagine. Uh, there is a little bit of chatter from some of the drunk people asking for some change. Uh, you have some uh, beggars, of course, that run up to you and ask for some things. Um, 
but other than that it's just guards running around uh, doing their patrols you see people just kind of sticking to shadows nothing really to see until you get to the inn just for flavor like um, whenever we're on the axe beaks uh, you know in the movies whenever there's that one guy that just does not ride horses well that is a hundred <laughs> Okay, so like uh, as you're going through, you're it's you're trying to like speed up and it slows down a little bit, and then you're trying to get like repositioned, exactly. and then it kind of like slags a little bit, making it worse for you. Yeah, okay, yep. okay. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, you got a very Henri uh, axe speak then, <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, yeah. Anything that you guys want to do or say before I bring you into a tavern and in not right now okay cool I'm gonna delete this token give me one second as I load up all the information of Bryn Shander must... once again go ahead there must have been only the one architect in uh, Icewind Dale <laughs> all these rooms seem to look very similar <laughs> Huh. You know, now that you mention it, they do look rather similar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know what? It's uh, so it's the North Look Tavern. It's your favorite. Oh, no. It's it's uh, Scrimsacks is the. Lovely oh, scrim sacks. <laughs> Your favorite person in the world. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, human uh, proprietor has scrim sacks has quite the history with uh, Torvril. Uh, he's kind of super lazy and doesn't really do anything. <laughs> and he uh, he was trying to make some money off of Torvril, and then Torvril more or less basically just walked and took his money back. Uh, it's kind of funny. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, so that's where we get. Let me get some things kind of uh, situated here. Uh, you guys can find a table to sit down as I get the situation set up on my end, if you don't mind. So we are already sitting somewhere. Oh, nice. This seems like a, a big, the biggest town that I've seen here in, in uh, Icewind Dale. And uh, I mean, Idana appears to be loaded. Why don't why don't we just stay here for, you know, ever? Um, I well because you know we've got things to do and places to be and you know curses to break and cults to annihilate. We can't do that all from what end. Everything's quite a bit of distance away. I mean, gods, if we don't move, things will catch up with us. Exactly. If we don't get more powerful, we can't take the fight to those we need to take the fight to. You know, I was afraid y'all were going to say that. And unfortunately, I you are ask. stuck with us. You are stuck with us, and that's what we do. It, it can't hurt to try, though, you know? what? Squeaky wheel gets the grease and all that. If you well, want we to bugger around here and not do anything, then you're more than welcome to, but I think you enjoy your powers a little more than that. Unfortunately, Wait. you're right. You wouldn't want that little flame of yours to go out, would you? 
just like the spark in my heart for you, it will never go out. Again, gay. Adana's <laughs> <laughs> just shaking her head no, like, good grief, ever understand. Aprius is kind of just rolling his eyes. Uh, as you guys are talking, Scrimsax will finally come up to you after serving a couple of people noticing that you've been here for a little bit uh, without any service. He kind of comes over and he's like, hey, um, what? welcome to the North Look Inn. Uh, we got some uh, good meat from... Good meat. Good meat, yes. Uh-huh. And I got some basic ale. Uh... And I got a little bit of food left. Most of it's just potato and carrots. As long as it's warm. Yeah, so it's... Take care of that, though. Yeah. You know, back in uh, um, Dugan's Hold, before everyone died, um, I heard tell of a wondrous item you had here. It was a fish that could sink. Do you still have that? Oh. <laughs> He kind of looks at the floor and he's just like, no. No, we don't, my friend. We don't. We had a giant. Then he kind of looks around at the table, kind of looks back at Edon a couple of times like he recognizes, but he rolls way too low to make any connection as he's just like, no, I had a party that came in here. Gosh, not more than a 10 day ago, at least. And... <laughs> This big old Minotaur fella started singing and he just beat the shit out of it. I'll tell you what, it was uh, a really sad sight to see. But now we got these horns as he looks over and he's like, they don't sing, but they're horns. They sure look nice, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, old bitey. That is a shame. What a great trout. As he kind of looks sad and he goes and wanders away, uh, grabbing all the, uh, the, oh, I guess he, yeah, he comes back and he's just like, Hey, uh, I never asked you guys what you wanted. I'm a terrible bartender. <laughs> I just, I just talked to you guys a little bit then left. What do you want? Good meat and some of your potatoes and carrots and that'll be fine for me. Same as hers. Hi. Ah, <laughs> uh, perfect. And he's just like, all right, thanks, thanks a lot, I guess. And he comes in. He uh, kind of remembers this uh, exchange with this uh, Torvald character. Um, and uh, yes, Abreus, I did see that message. We'll jump to that. Don't you worry. Um, and uh, so, yeah, he goes and he grabs his stu uh, the stuff to bring back to you guys, sets it all down, gives you some drinks. Um, as he's talking, you know, he's uh, going through and he's more curious about the information you had uh, about Dugan's Hole because uh, he, he was talking... I guess, yeah, he, he sits down. He's like, so you guys went through Dugan's Hole? Yeah, that's um, not much there anymore. Yeah, there's been some rumors going on that somebody, that some sort of spell went wrong and 
took over the town or all real got mad because they didn't sacrifice somebody the right way we don't know but it's got some people freaked out around here I mean, don't get me wrong, it's been great having the extra business, but there's families here. People have lost everything. Uh, you know, I, over there for a while, all we were concerned about were the fishermen that disappeared and from East Haven. And, and then there was that giant explosion where we saw a real save everyone from what I can only imagine was a giant asteroid coming down to crash and kill us all. But, you know that didn't happen and then you know Dugan's Hole I, we're just kind of confused so we thought we thought we were being rewarded or something for being saved and then that happened and well so I, I would have to ask you um, I mean I'll be perfectly honest I don't really care about anyone here but <laughs> do you really think <laughs> that a god who would Breeze over an entire town would bother to protect everybody by exploding a meteorite in the sky? Does that sound like Oriel to you? Tell me, what do you think it was? Oh. Freak accident. What kind of freak accident? And he just starts cracking up. Almost like he can't help himself. He sits down, he's like, freak accident? What? What kind of freak accident? Uh, you know, just hypothetically, you know, it could have been something like a ship from a, a, some sort of vessel from another another world that, you know, exploded in the atmosphere. Oh, just no. Just looks you up and down. He's like, oh, boy, I've heard this tale before. Magical things that have fallen from the sky that make people do weird things. Special spaceship. We, uh... I talk to all sorts of adventurers. I've I've never had anyone tell me they've seen any spaceship, but I guess if it was up there and it blew up, I guess it would make sense. So real saved us from a spaceship. That's even better. You do realize? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say uh, you do realize that you know Icewind Dale is traditional. People in Icewind Dale are traditionally people who are fiercely independent. And do not trust in gods to guide their ways. So why, what's happened? What you're arrested in Icewind Dale? Why are you, why are you ascribing everything to the to the auspices and of a god who doesn't even care about us? Hey man, I, I, uh, I meant no offense. I I didn't think anyone here. Uh, uh, you know, most of us are just grateful that a real killed the the spaceship uh uh but pause, we pause, we pause. you you said i don't think yeah that's that's exactly what you're doing you're not thinking they scrim kind of looks down and he's like listen all right i overstepped okay uh i've been a bad bartender let me get you guys some drinks <laughs> he goes Goes. Yeah, for instance, back to his mean and just sighs. This is not the deal I grew up with. As he guys, <sighs> as he goes through and pours you guys some more drinks. Come on, stupid roll twenty. 
think I would have liked him more if he still had the fish. As he <laughs> kind of comes back with another round. Uh, he sets some things down and he's like, all right, all right. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, this is my way of saying I apologize. Uh, I get so wrapped up in all these stories that come through here. Uh, you guys clearly don't like a real. I uh, didn't see it before, but I'm sure you guys have, you know, those badges on. And he winks at you. I don't want any trouble here. Uh, let me slide these drinks over. Anything? It's all on the house tonight. All on the house. No trouble here, though. Please. As he kind of, like, walks back and uh, goes about his business. Belle will uh, place a hand on her shoulder and give a leg squeeze. Are you alright, Faithana? <laughs> no, I'm not alright. What we've done is just being chalked up to a cold, heartless bitch. I. <sighs> well, hopefully soon our tails will grow so that. They can't even be ascribed to Oriel, and maybe they'll start to recognize, hey, you know, maybe people are actually doing these things and not some cold-hearted bitch. Exactly, Val. We are the masters of our own destiny, and we need to show that and prove that to, this, to the people of Icewind Dale. I just, I, I, I just don't like the gods, and it's, it frustrates me when learned people make amazing contributions, and instead of praising those people, and by these people in this, this instance, I'm actually referring to you guys, and instead of, like, subscribe it to the gods, like, your efforts were worth nothing, and I mean, Let's be honest. I mean, I, 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 I don't really care about people that much, but it just pisses me off. I can agree with that one. That's for sure. Adana will just grab her drink and take a good long drink. I will just say, sometimes people perform all kinds of mental gymnastics. And make a world that doesn't make sense make sense to them. Whether that's, you know, ascribing it to a god or a curse or who knows what. But. Bill, can you learn a spell for me? Um, possibly. I need you to make a spell that writes in the sky fuck everyone, we did this. Uh, oh, yeah, the one that gets skyride. Um, I, I, if I, if I, you know, after we go to that ship and uh, offload everything that we find, um, I should be able to learn a few spells if there are, you know, places here that sell scrolls. I hadn't looked when I was here last time, but if any place have such a thing, it would be Brinchander. So here's my thought. Right now, Oil is getting uh, prescribed these 
I don't know how you say it, um, achievements, I guess. And same thing with, uh, you know, the, the, the Black Swords Brotherhood or Knights, whatever the fuck they're called. They also are probably claiming the same thing on their end. So if we can take away support from them and show that it's not the gods, but the people of Bryn Shanda and Tin Towns that are doing good things. Maybe we can uh, undermine them a little bit. Well, as far as the spaceship goes, I, we could always just show them these. And she points to the giant uh, laser rifle on her back. Idana will chuckle and also just kind of nudge the laser gun that she has as well. I can't remember if I picked up a rifle or a pistol. I don't know, you decide, Tanner. Uh, I like can roll a d2. I up, <laughs> Let's roll a d2, I like that. Uh, odds, no, evens, yes. We'll do that. Odds, not rifle, evens, yes, rifle? Yes. So, it's a pistol. Okay. <laughs> At least it's less to carry. Um. Yeah. Say, what are those things y'all keep pointing at? Oh, they're some sort of um, like gun, like futuristic gun from um wherever Aura was from. Um, some were... firearm. Yeah, we found them in his ship. There were a lot more, but we did not grab them. Um. Yeah. No, they. A little hard to work with right now, but I think with a little bit of tinkering, I can understand them a bit more. Um, yeah, no, they they seem to be powerful. Well, I suppose as long as I've got my magic, I'll trust it. Yes. Again. Yes, let's 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 get an early start in the morning. It is quite late. Uh, about you guys are probably looking close to one o'clock plus. We're probably freaking tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tired and cold, and probably a little grumpy from being in the snow all day. Yeah. And having people <laughs> worship gods that are like, like you know taking our credit for all of our work <laughs> but the flip side, is very is very comfortable from the from the plushiness that is patrick <laughs> <laughs> Morthus can't say that unfortunately his has been nothing but a nightmare with his axe beak also i've decided on a name for my axe beak oh yes you oh. Hear it? it's, it's amazing yeah his name is dude 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 <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'm going to name my axe beak potato potato Lee. <laughs> Very cool. I love it. I love it. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. So uh, you have Scrimsax who kind of looks as he's kind of bouncing around between people, uh, you know, taking orders, keeps talking to this hooded figure over here and then comes, oops, and then comes back and uh, 
asks, you know, uh, can I uh, get you guys any refills? Anything else you need? Some more food? I could maybe have somebody run to the butcher, uh, get some meat. Yeah, yep, yep, got some rooms just for you. Don't you worry. The nice rooms, too. Uh, can I make an insight check on him? He's say the same thing. Yeah, yeah I'll also perform Jerry. an insight check. Yeah, uh, go ahead and make your insights. 19, 21, Morthis, and Vale with a 17. Nice, okay. Yeah, you guys killed it. Uh, yeah, you can definitely tell that he thinks maybe... Uh, you guys are somebody else, maybe followers of somebody else, and uh, since you don't like O'Reel and uh, you're very outspoken about it, he seems like he just doesn't want to anger the type of people he thinks you are. He thinks we're cultists. <laughs> thinks we're cultists. <laughs> So, yes, he's just like, yep, I got you guys some rooms. Uh, uh, and he kind of pats his key, uh, self and he's like, oh, uh, my keys. Um, uh, just give me one second. Don't, don't do it. I'll be right here. Uh, and he kind of like quickly runs around and uh, runs to this area, comes back and runs and he sets down two keys. He's like, uh, one of them, uh, it's, it's my room. It's uh, really comfortable. It's the best room in the house. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Did you ask a question? I'm sorry. Uh, I was. I was just asking if this is your room. Where are you planning on sleeping? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no sleep for me, right? I'll stay up and keep an eye out. You got it. We've been over this before. They, they, they've been over this with me. Don't you worry. No, I don't understand what you're saying. Who? What do you mean? The. The other tiefling. She's been over this with me. Uh, what other tiefling? Uh, and he kind of looks around. You can kind of see him uh, almost look like he's checking to make sure that everyone thinks that he's smiling. And he, he kind of leans forward and he, he's just like, uh, through his teeth, uh, it says avarice. Does that name sound familiar to me? It does. Oh. 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 <laughs> hmm. Huh. Hmm. He's like, okay. Um. I like I said, I'll sleep. I don't sleep. I don't need sleep tonight. It's already. It's already so. I'll just be up. I'll take me some coffee. There's enough people here. I'm good. I, I got my eye out in case, you know, any any trouble comes, we'll let you guys know. It's the same rule, same same plan. Uh, yeah, sure. Thank you. Adana's just looking in confusion at the rest of her party, like, not sure what to say. Because she's, she's picked up on it, but she doesn't know how to react to it. Yep. What do I remember about Avarice? You know that Avarice... <laughs> I will message you. Yeah. Um, yeah. You guys would see a look of recognition on Bell's face at that, uh, at the mention of that name. 
Well, I say we don't look a gift horse in the mouth and just enjoy our free evening in uh, Bryn Shanda. Yes, let's get to bed. Uh, yes, let's. There you go. I'll let you do with that information as you so choose. Uh, it's basic, but it'll. I'm sure you'll okay. understand it. Yeah, okay. Um, once Vel and Adana are in their room, Vel will say, It's so weird that Avarice has been seen here. Um, he's a member of the Arcane Brotherhood. Kind of a dick. More like a bag of dicks. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, what do you know about him? Oh, sorry, she. Uh, sorry, she. <laughs> She's a bag of dicks. <laughs> um, <laughs> what else do I... Is it, do I not remember much else about Aperis? Not or? much. You just know that that's her reputation uh and oh. if she's yeah um i'll have to go through and see what i feel i can give you but yeah uh i'll, I'll message yeah, you okay. something else yeah she'll just say um not much my memory's a bit fuzzy still um i mean i've got vague memories about her and just the way she carried herself, but all I know that her being here isn't good news. Speaking of not so great news, I know I saw a cloaked figure down at the counter earlier, so I don't know about you, either we try locking the door or maybe in the room, sleep in the bubble, just the two of us, or maybe we can have the boys come in, I don't know. Um. Whatever you think like is. They'll, they'll probably be after you, mostly. Huh, well... <laughs> the bubble, I think, will keep us safe, then. Alright, well... We can either sleep on the floor, or share a bed together, or something, keep us safe. Uh, yeah, no, no sharing a bed would be the worst thing. Alright, yeah, we, we, can, we can do that. Um, yeah, her 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 normally pink cheek, cheek pink cheeks are a little slightly pinker than normal as she begins casting her uh, dome. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I just love that you're like, yeah, if they're coming, they're mostly gonna be after you, don't you? I'm good. You, however, <laughs> might be in trouble. Uh, no. So yeah, you go ahead and cast your dome. Uh, uh, let's check in with uh, Morthus and Abreus. Abreus, I really appreciate what you... Oh, well, went a little torpor there. <laughs> Wrong character. Abreus. He's back. <laughs> back from the dead. Oh, man. Okay. Uh... <clears throat> so, I really do appreciate you down there saying, uh, you know, fuck the gods and all that. That was, that was pretty great. Well, Morthus, I... I think if there's one thing that you and I agree on, while I might disagree with you on the role of the god, on, on, on the gods, I agree with you wholeheartedly that as humans, or as people, we have the ability to shape our destiny. And I say fuck those who believe that they can, and, you know, think that the gods will take care of everything for them, because that's not how life is. 
So that I agree with you, even if we disagree about the role of the gods. Well, some common ground is better than none, I suppose. Yes, and I will say I did appreciate you having my back in the fight last night. I mean... Sure? <laughs> I mean... Wait. I know you don't, uh, like, you don't like these powers, or you feel like these powers have changed you, but... I'm at least glad they're on our side. See, and that's why I have to say fuck the gods, because... I mean, maybe I would choose to go with you one way or the other, but being forced to do so is a problem for me. You were Terra as a child, weren't you? I was an angel. Roll <laughs> <laughs> deception. Right, exactly. I have terrible insight, but I'll roll my insight. 17. Oh, gods. Yeah, I believe you. Oh, yeah. Like you. <laughs> Wonderful. Well, looking at those horns, I guess I have to believe you. Those horny <laughs> horns. Well, you know what they say about horns, don't you? What do they say, Mr. Morthus? Well, if you have to ask, I don't think I'm going to tell. And I'll give him a wink <laughs> and start getting ready for bed. Uh, Briars actually blushes a little bit and then starts like, "Well, go ahead and get ready for bed, Morthus." And uh, and uh, I and he's like a little bit flustered and he's like, "I will, I will get to polishing my weapons." Oh, you polish away, boy! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> is wondering if uh, if Morthus drinks from multiple types of wine. <laughs> Have you all seen uh, Doctor Who? Yeah. 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 Uh, think Captain Jack. Nah. <laughs> Remember, uh, have you guys watched Shit's Creek? I love Shit's Creek. Yes. Yeah. There's one part where David says, "You know, I drink. I, you know, I, I, I care more about the wine, not the bottle, and how you drink from multiple types of wine." That's hilarious. Very good. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's wonderful. Uh, I got to ask, uh, Abreus, just so I know, um, are you waiting for, uh, Morthus to fall asleep till for you to do your thing? Yes. Okay. Perfect. To polish his weapons? <laughs> no, no, no. Something else. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a proud polisher. He doesn't need to hide it. <laughs> it doesn't take long. We've been out. It's late. I'm, I'm not trying to stay awake for anything so i'm out pretty quick awesome um yeah all right just... so yes morthus is asleep abreus uh as you kind of notice that he's passed out he's snoring like he is sawing logs very very heavy uh and in a deep slumber what is it that you would like to do I actually leave my plate armor and shield behind, or my splint armor and shield behind. I just take my spear and my cloak uh, and my cold weather clothing, and, and I slowly slip out of the room. And I head out just past the to the edges of Brinchander, where the um, 
where the fence meets and where there are a number of unmarked graves. Okay. But I don't need to know, to know which ones are marked because I've, I've traced this path so often in the past few weeks that I've been here. And so I would guess that the graves would be, you know, the, uh, there are a number of graves along the edges of, of the walls of Brinchender, and these are for, these are for, you know, people who've passed away where it's too, who are too poor to afford a proper burial. And so I make my way over to, just almost like by memory, make my way to the edge of the fence. My eyes are immediately drawn to one of the graves, and I see that the flowers I brought the first time I got here have completely wilted. And I, I go up and I kneel in front of the grave. And I I just put my pendant on the grave and I pray. And I go Um and I go, Mother, I I'm sorry it's been a while since I've been away. Uh, since I've come back, but I ran into a group of interesting friends, and they've led me around. Uh, let's just say I've, I've had the chance to explore parts of Icewind Dale that I haven't seen since I was a kid, and maybe not even then. But it's interesting, and and maybe they'll they'll be the, the group that takes me, that allows my spear to finally pierce the heart of Aurel. Because mother, if you could see Icewind Dale today, it's about a pale shadow of what it once was. The people, the people. The people who used to be so fiercely independent, but they now trust, place all of their trust in this, in the words of one of my companions, this cold-hearted bitch who just, you know, takes control of everybody, and that is not the way that Icewind Dale should be. I, I'm not sure what else I can do, but, you know, I don't know when I'll be back. But no, I will be back, and, and if not, you know, know my, that my spear will always find its way back to your side. And then I just sit there and I, I, I pray for what feels like an hour, but it really is maybe 10, 15 minutes. And then I trace the sign of uh, Kalamavor and I just make my way back to the inn. What, uh, what perfume, what scent do you think your mother had? Lavender, actually. You smell as you're praying, taking in this moment breathing in you one with the senses and the world around you start to smell that familiar lavender um you gain a point of inspiration oh i'm not kiss. and i um my 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 throat clenches up a little bit and um but my breathing's a little bit lighter and this is spring my step as i hit back as, I, as it brings back the memories of my childhood, kind of running around like a rapscallion or branch ender, and I make my way back and um, put my weapons down, fall into bed, into a dream of sleep. Obviously, I can't help but glance over at Morthus and try, and part of my brain is spinning as though, like, what he exactly meant with that last statement. But I. <laughs> I... <laughs> That's, yeah. Very good thoughts. Very good curious. Wonder wonder what's going to happen as you guys fall asleep. I will say... Uh, everyone seems to have a good night's sleep except you, Vale. Once again... The same dream. The same damn dream. Uh, the only thing that seems to be different this time is that these pair of eyes seem to just kind of be followed with... 
a familiar tiefling silhouette now. After hearing the name Avarice, you can't quite place it. You know it's definitely somebody who's affected, who was a reason for great, uh, if I even am allowed to say trauma, <laughs> uh, to your childhood and what happened. Uh, you can't quite place the face, but it's there. You know it's kind of lingering. Uh, uh, those that silhouette seems to kind of be with you throughout the dream. Am I able to control myself in the dream, or is it like I'm being piloted? Uh, mostly piloted. Uh, I mean, you okay. do have. I mean, you know what? No, I. You would be. I don't want to say anything. You would be allowed to control yourself in the dream. I want to move towards the silhouette. Okay. And get a closer look at who it is if I can. As you look, you see very, very pale, pale skin start to show. Um, almost white like the snow or that of snow owls uh, you see very light light blonde almost white hair as well with piercing deep red eyes that seem emotionless tight eyebrows that are a little bit perked up that seem to just look down with a very judging gaze as you see the horns uh, have uh, a little bit of a black tip to them as the silhouette seems to just stare you down in disgust if I can speak in a dream I will say uh, avarice There is no reply. You see only a tilt of the head and uh, you're almost beckoned to continue that natural path that you've seen every time. Yeah, after a moment of no uh, response, she will just continue on the path. And then, you know, eventually you wake up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, everyone... Also, so... Yeah. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, yeah, please go ahead. So Vel uh, kind of tosses in a lot in her sleep, and at some point in the night, she ends up, like, uh, cuddling Idana. She doesn't realize. She's asleep. She doesn't realize that. But when she wakes up and realizes that, she quickly, like, you know removes herself it's like oh, oh okay oh sorry even though Adana, i don't know if Adana's awake or not but yeah Adana <laughs> would probably stir at that point if bella is saying something oh, um good, good, good morning uh morning uh did you sleep okay 
as well as I have been um, as of late. How about yourself? Uh, yep, here I am, not assassinated. Um, um, yeah. Thank you for keeping me safe last night. Uh, sure, yeah. I mean, you, you cast the spell. Uh, so, um, should we go try and locate the boys? Yeah, let's let's go do that. Yes, let's. Don kind of out of bed onto the floor onto the floor flopping there just kind of stretch and wake herself up still very fuzzy headed from having woken up minutes before and go through her routine of getting ready and everything okay yeah Belle will also take uh, some time to uh, get dressed and comb out her hair uh, clean her glasses and uh yeah cast press digitation so that way you know the last few days of travel it doesn't sound like she's been traveling for it's felt like she's been traveling for a while <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's a fair thing you don't want to smell like axe beak and and yeah, yeah. all the of winter fur clothes and everything like that uh i will ask uh you guys went to bed so late how late would you like to sleep in i mean Sleep is eight hours, right? So yeah. maybe eight a.m., eight oh. seven, eight nine a.m. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Uh, all right, and then you uh, head downstairs. Uh, before we uh, head downstairs, Bella will say, "So, um, would you like? So, you know, I have magic that makes me cleaner. Would you like that, um, Idana, or are you just okay? Yeah, she'll cast prestidigitation to clean off Idana and her clothes. Greatly." <laughs> yeah, no, it's rather hard to. Bathhouses don't seem in. Um, you know, they seem in rather short supply here. I can't say I've seen one nor heard of one, and if there is one, it's probably frozen over. Oh, yeah, more like a popsicle house. Uh, <laughs> no, thank you. Uh, yeah, then they make their way down downstairs. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, all right. Uh, then we can jump over to Morthus and Abreus. Hi. As usual, despite going to bed a bit later, I've risen up half an hour earlier. I look over at Morthus, see that he's still sleeping. And then, the, again, the question from last night pops in my head, but I shake it off and I head down to just do my spear exercises. All right. Uh, where do you you just kind of go outside and do some spear exercises, yeah, right? Is like more or less where the, stables, where the stables are, so that nobody Perfect. can see me. But that's okay. kind of my ritual for the morning. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah, you kind of go out there. It's uh, looks like it's gonna be a blizzardy day. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna have some fun because the blizzard seems to be here for another six hours. <laughs> I rolled <laughs> I rolled a straight six on it, so it'll be uh, it'll be fun to travel. Uh, but I mean, it's not hindering you from doing your thing. You know, you can you can easily find a spot where you can train Abreus uh, and not be uh, suffering from blizzard conditions uh, without getting uh, set up. Like next to a wall that's like away from the wind or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Um, da, 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 da. And we'll jump to Morthus then. You awake uh, around nine o'clock. Your room is empty. As per usual in the morning, whenever it's empty in my room, I um, quickly also cast digitation on myself. Morthus is not a dirty person. And um, head downstairs looking for breakfast. Fantastic. All right. Uh, yeah, so you you are able to all come downstairs to the breakfast. Uh, Abreus, when you're ready, you can join us, or you can, I guess, be finishing up while uh, and joining everyone as they jump in. Yep, I'm just joining in like five, ten minutes later. Okay, yeah, perfect. Um, as we come downstairs, Bell wants to look around for that cloaked figure. Oh, yeah. Uh are they still there or mm, they are not no okay okay no. <laughs> uh, um and the sacks comes by uh the table Abel will say so who was that cloak figure here last night the one who was sitting over there and she'll indi- indicate towards this seat by the bar oh okay uh, he kind of looks you up and down and he smiles and he's like um well that was Sophia Northbound. She, uh... She happens to agree with the same things, uh, same persuasion you do, I guess. Uh, you know. He's gay? (laughs) (laughs) You don't know we'll choke on her I don't know. Is she? Does she have food yet? Yeah, I could say he's. You have some coffee and some okay, basic yeah, stuff. Like yeah. Butter on her coffee. Just <laughs> choke out a little laugh. <laughs> yeah, Scrim Sax kind of just, uh, yeah, you know, kind of takes us, you know, a moment to be like, oh, no, oh, oh boy, uh, uh, no, uh, actually, the I don't know. Thing. Uh, maybe. Thing. Oh okay. yeah, 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 yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah, I. Oh, yeah, and he kind of thinks about. It. He's like, now I'm trying to think about it. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like I've never seen him with anyone. So, uh, but yes, uh, same God, uh, same political persuasion, I guess. Uh, very. Um, as he kind of just, he's just like, why? Why am I beating around the book? Uh, Children of Levistus. Uh, they don't like the Knights of the Black Sword title. Uh, I think it's a little bit childish, but, um, to, you know, I, I, I will call you what you want to be called as long as there's no trouble. Uh, um, yeah, sure. But you may was... call me, sorry. No, go ahead. You may call me master. Yeah, master. You got it. You, you can tell <laughs> that he at this point doesn't. Yeah. Bell also lets us giggle snort. <laughs> He's like, yeah, Master, as long as you don't tear up my inn, uh, I don't want any trouble. Uh, we, you know, like like I said, we recently lost old Bidey, the singing trout. I don't, I don't need to lose anything else here. I'd ask which direction she was headed in, but it's kind of in the name, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah, just, uh, just a traveler on the road. They uh, they didn't stay. They kept gone going. Huh. Heading up to uh, oh shit, what's that town called? Uh, the uh, lo- lo- um, Lonelywood. 
so um our group um the the knights of the black sword um you know that's that's what we like to call ourselves but we're kind of back. secluded <laughs> so um i didn't realize that there was a whole other group calling themselves children of livestus is that what you're saying that there's uh, some factions going on that we are just unaware of well, a Scrim Sax just looks a kind of eyes uh, and just pulls up a chair and sits down next to you. It's just like, well, yeah, you have your traditionalists and then um, people that are just really trying to get more power for uh, the push. But there's the people that are also offended for those that, you know, take the benefit of worshiping Levistus. Uh, for granite, I, I guess uh, the the traditionalists are a little more, uh, and he smiles and he's like uh, violent. Uh, they usually demand respect. You, you know they they treat me well. <laughs> Please don't hurt me. Well, as long as you remember your place and uh, continue to serve us well, we'll be sure to not hurt you. Uh, y yes, and may the blessings of Levistus, she sounds very unsure, be with you. Yeah. I guess? Yeah, yeah. And uh, warmth on your travels as well. And he kind of uh, gets up and, and nods and uh, heads back to their... Uh, little bar and you know kind of shaking up taking a breath before they're getting back into it and you can see him kind of try to compose themselves put on a fake smile and walk over and go back to the normal gossiping of the day i think we may have been a little bit too rushed choosing not to join <laughs> up with them i think considering they tried to assassinate me i think we made the right choice Oh, long run, you're correct, but I... It is nice. <laughs> so, wait, aren't you the one who's like, oh, fuck gods, screw gods, no, gods no. can suck my left... Huh? Yeah, for sure, but um, that doesn't mean I can't, you know, lie in their name to uh, <laughs> get what I want. Take advantage of morons? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Poor screw sex. Well, I guess uh, with Mortis, you always know that's what you get. That's right. You'll get somebody to call him master eventually. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I almost spat out my coffee when he told him to call you master. I just kind of wanted to see if he would. That was a good one. <laughs> Anyways, uh, do we want to get going before the day goes on for too much longer? Yes, let's let's proceed. Okay. Um, yes, let's. All right. Um you uh can run to uh what do you call it? the uh, stables as I pull you guys out I mean we really don't need to interact with it but you can grab uh, all your as Patrick it was potato 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 leaf potato leaf okay 
a tiddly Patrick dude and unnamed so far. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> tiddly Patrick and dude. Yours, I was thinking this one seems a little bit like a princess buttercup. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> oh, fantastic. I think I heard that name in a book before. Princess Bride, I think it was called. Yeah, it's because uh, I'm going to do as this motherfucker wishes. <laughs> aren't you? Aren't you? Are you, are you sure you didn't mistake that for the Powerpuff Girls? Uh, hey, the power what? Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> Name of a storybook called the Powerpuff Girls too. Ah, interesting. No, no, uh, Princess Bride. There's this, you know, uh, princess and. She's in love with some uh, stable hand who goes missing, and then he comes back as a pirate. And then there's this other guy who's like, My name is Mega Montoya. He killed my father, prepared to die. And then there's a Sicilian, but Sicilians don't exist. There's a uh, Choltian, and. <laughs> that was a wonderful so... summary, Belle. You clearly have read far and wide. <laughs> That's right, audience. If you want Vale to sum up any more of your favorite books, drop us a <laughs> like on Twitter. <laughs> if you want any more anachronisms, just let yeah, us know. That's exactly right. <laughs> that might be enough just to get me to start a Twitter account. <laughs> Catcher in the Rye and everything come up. <laughs> God, oh no. <laughs> uh, war and peace. Yeah, exactly. Oh man! Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh man! Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you're able to grab your stuff, your supplies. Um, you, know, you you already paid. Uh, it, you have black iron blades here. You have a general store here. Anything like that before you take off? Look around and see if there's anyone that's like got an eye on us because I know we've got several people that are kind of following us around what makes you say us? that why would I say that <laughs> I don't know uh, yeah roll me a perception check I guess that was persuasion wrong P word Let's do this one. Come on. Even Performance. Wow. The wrong, again, the wrong. Perception. There we go. There we go. Hey, that's a unique turn. I, that's what I got to start doing. Just roll a couple different things and then be like, all right, I'm coming to my new one. I got a good one. Your dice first. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. right. Gets those bad rolls out of the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, with the 17. You can see that, you know. It's a busy day in Bryn Shander. There's a lot happening with the market. Um, as they're kind of moving about the streets, you know, everyone's going through and trying to sell their, their wares. You, I mean, I, with the 17, you can, right now. you can tell that <laughs> there's not, no one seems to be tracking you down per se there's not like a familiar like oh it's the same dude with that cloak and that face and the ugly eyes he no it's more like you see eyes on the shadows um corners and buildings you just are noticing that you are being watched in a lot of different places and um yeah 
I mean, and it's not, and, and it's not just like singled and like uh, behind you as much as like even in like certain areas where you're walking, you can see people look up, notice you, and like turn around and like go inside their house or even their shop. Is this just in response to me or the whole group? Um. <laughs> um. Would that be an insight check or? Yeah, that would be more like in response to yeah. Give me an insight. Damn, <laughs> I was oh, really hoping it was gonna be a Tell bad me. one. Uh, yes, it is in response to the group. To the group, okay. You think we're cultists? <laughs> cool. Uh, they do, in fact, think you are cultists. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, sure. Um, we should just head to the Axe Beaks then. So, you get to the Axe Beaks. Uh, yeah, you can grab your stuff, get everything kind of loaded up, and you're on your way. Um, do, 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 do. So, if we're heading out. Um, gosh, what is it? Yeah, it's about, yeah, I would say 10. You're going towards Targos, and it's blizzarding. Uh, is that a word? Blizzarding? Nah. Um, it's, uh, there's a blizzard going on outside. Uh, so the two hours to Targos is going to slow you down uh, quite a bit. Uh, More like four or five, right? Yeah, exactly. You're gonna almost get cut down in half as you're moving through um, this lovely uh, Eastway Trail. Um, even though, and the, the catch with Targos is like it's not as well traveled as Brinshander to East Haven is, so it's a little bit harder to move through. You're in a little bit more rugged territory. You do see a lot more wildlife than you did. Uh, the uh, travel before, in fact, it's pretty, um, you know, uh, I, I, I guess I don't, uh, yeah, it would be there. You would see lots of foxes, owls and different things like that. The closer you're getting off to uh, Lonely Wood um, and Tremolaine and that kind of area, you're seeing a lot of the wildlife kind of come through there. Um, Nothing really seems to pay too much attention. You get to Targos, uh, and you're pretty straightforward to head to Bremen. Uh, same thing applies. Uh, the blizzard has about two hours left. Um, and from Targos to Bremen, it's about three hours. So you guys are... <laughs> You guys have a decent amount of time to slowly move, and this, unfortunately, is where I get to take us over here, because you have an... Where is this? Oh, boy. Fantastic. Also, yeah. I will be right back. Sorry, one second. Yeah. You know what? That's a great... Let's call it a break right here, um, and then, yeah, uh, we'll all go use the restroom and grab a drink and do everything. 
All right, and we are back. Uh, we kind of come up. Uh, this map is dark, right? I should have asked that before. Yes. Yes. Uh, if you don't mind dropping your tokens down here, down at the very, yeah. very bottom, middle. Yeah. Uh, bottom left. Yes. Aw, Torba would have cared about those dead people. <laughs> Can you guys see now? I guess what I can do is edit this here. Oh, look. Three loots off those dead bodies. Let's go check it out. Um, yeah, so as, uh, can I get a perception check, uh, as you guys have placed your tokens down? Yeah, sure, I'll cast perception. Okay. Oh, I'm rolling so well tonight, that's an 18. 22. Oh, Adana. That one, I got a 7. Okay, so you definitely, <laughs> okay, yeah, Bray's got your 12. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Donna with your nat one. Uh, you guys can definitely smell the smell of fresh kill on the uh, air. Um, what seems to be uh, some shadows moving amongst the uh, blowing blizzard wind uh, that is all around you. It's hard to see uh, as your vision is obscured. Um, as uh yeah you can uh, kind of make a marching order i don't know how you guys want to go about this exploring this next little section but uh this is the trail moving through yeah um bell will slow down the the speed of her speak as we proceed proceeded and say um we should you know proceed with caution from here on out i smell fresh blood in the air yeah that's I smell the same. I, um. Don't think somebody else maybe should go in front. Oh, I'll yep. Take, I'll take the lead. Oh, oh. Oh, and she will <laughs> tap herself for mage armor. <laughs> I just said oh. something. <laughs> that was my fault. <laughs> yeah, I, to be fair, I was gonna do it before I saw whatever that big fuck off yeah. thing was. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, uh, so yes, you catch your mage armor. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, Brace, were you doing something? Yeah, no, I'm just going, taking the lead. I'm just going in front. Okay. Perfect. I will be in the middle. I'll, uh, I will pretend I didn't see anything over to the, the right of us and take the rear. <laughs> okay. Uh, Guess where you want to be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so as you guys are kind of lining up, uh, you start to hear some things move directly to your southwest. I'll just reveal it. You guys know what's there. Uh, <laughs> so you guys clearly see this crag cat starting to move up getting ready uh, to pounce moving through the trees here as you start to hear some more movement in the trees behind you as you see yet another crag cat 
climbing up and up onto the trees and starting to make their way up to you. And coming. Can I, can I jump off of my axe beak really quick and just like send it off running in this direction? <laughs> yeah, Bell will follow suit. Okay. To yeah, I just want to make sure. Here. Yeah. Okay. Right there. Just yeah, like absolutely. Send it off running in that direction. Not yes. Like stand right here, but off that way. So yeah, send the axe beaks a little bit north towards some tree and some cover is what you're trying to do. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, yeah. So you guys can send your axe beaks. They can all run that way. Uh, as you see these cats, let's roll for initiative, shall we? Yeah. Shall. Wham, bam, thank you, Sam. I still haven't figured out how I'm supposed to roll and have it go to my like token or oh, you, tracker cl- you click your uh token when that ha- and then roll okay let me try that again here oh yes oh you stop that oh, boy. A 22 for initiative huh fun for hours <laughs> you go Morthus. Yeah, Morthus' first roll was a 14, though. Yep. Alright. Uh, is everyone in? It looks like it. Uh, Morthus is a 4... What is it? 14. Yeah, my first roll was a 14, but I didn't have my dude selected. Oh, I'll give you a 19. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, yeah, I, I, I try to give you the higher roll, just when I can. Um... You know, give you all the advantages I can so I don't have to tread to uh, unscale uh, encounters. <laughs> uh, let me do this. I don't know what that did. This ending. There we go. All right. There so first, go. these uh, giant cat, like almost like incredibly large bobcats uh, come down. I'll blow up a picture of one of them here so you can see what they look like. They have kind of, uh, like a lion face and almost heavy white mane as they kind of blend in with the snow and the trees really well. Um, they're just incredibly large kitties. And they're called a crag cat and they are ugly and mean and I love them. Uh, so uh, this one's going to move forward. Five, ten. Yeah, we'll go here, and it's going to try to make its way towards you, um, Morthus. It's going to swipe at you uh, with a claw. Oh, they don't have multi attack. Oh, no. doesn't matter. Uh, Nat, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, sweet. Cool. You guys can see that. Uh, that works. Yeah, no, uh, they don't have attack. No, 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 <laughs> just no. a quick uh, 10 slashing damage as I get a natural 20. Um, it's not so bad, but I am going to hellish rebuke him. Oh, yes. Do it. 
It's a Nine. DC uh, 16. I'm not sure. Let me... The DC 16. Dexterity save. Dexterity save. I love it. Here we go. Oh! oh my word. Oh, oh! My goodness. That's another not funny. natural 20. I hope I don't have something clicked. Do I have? I don't it think you can. It would have done 23 damage. Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. DM, cut that, that out. Half damage. Half damage. Uh, half damage, correct, yes. Yeah, half damage, so 23. Half of 23, or 23 is the damage? Half of 23. Okay. I mean, that's pretty good damage. It's, uh, it looks like the it took a decent amount of flame damage as it gets bloodied. Um, yeah. Uh, anything else? Or I guess, yeah, that was your reaction. Uh, the other one is going to jump down and charge at you, Abreus. Okay, as he does, I set my spear and I take my reaction to attack. Love it. Uh, a 16. Yes, hits. Oh, yeah. Okay, it does 8 piercing. Love it. And, and then I proceed to smite with my divine smite. I pulse this great energy through for another 7 points of damage. So 15 total. Great. Excellent job. Uh, you successfully bloodied this one as well as these two cats kind of lash down uh, fall this one is going to um, bite at you as well with the 22 as hit it gets through my defense that's 13 piercing okay this cat lashes down biting into you surprising you at how effective this is as a killer what do you do i just snarled it and i kind of flicked the blood off my wound love it morthus all right um i do not like my situation um at, at all not one little bit i'm not i'm not super stacked like i used to be so i'm going to um can use my action to disengage, correct? Uh, yes. Alright, then that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use my action to disengage. And, uh... Let's see. Where do I want to go? Can I get back under these trees over here? Yeah. Yeah, you can get underneath that tree there. Alright, then I'm going to go like kind of under the tree here. And, um... Give myself one healing light. So that will be a bonus action and heal me for six. Yay, good roll. Yeah, good. Anything else? <laughs> Anything else? Morthus, I can't speak. Nope. All right, good, good. Uh, Idana. Great. Um, knowing that Abreus is pretty good at handling himself and Bell is now face to face with a crack cat. Donna is going to come just right here and get right up on this cat. Let's see. Crack cat. <laughs> um, and then I am going to draw out 
my rapier that I have not used in a good long while, <laughs> and I am going to strike at this cat. Sixteen. Uh, hits. Cool. So, nine piercing with the thirteen for sneak attack. Oh. Nice. Spicy. And then I am going to stand right here and just stay right here. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. Uh, as you buckle down, we switch to Veil vale with the 10 in initiative. Oh, no, we have. Oh, wait. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I forgot. There was more for Yeah. Uh, seeing uh, Idana come to her rescue, she'll just uh, give her a quick wink and say, Thank you, gorgeous. And then reposition herself around this side of the beast. And uh, she will attack it with a chromatic orb. At not disadvantage, because, you know, a disadvantage and an advantage cancel each other out. And yeah. And hopefully this hits. Oh, oh that was almost a nat 20. And uh, she's just doing fire damage this time around. Okay. How much damage? Um, twenty-two. Oh man! Nice. Kill it. (laughs) Boom! This thing is incinerated. Well, is it fire? You said. Yes. Fire. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So it's incinerated in these flames that pulse up, catching this cat. It screams out in uh, a very loud, uh, eerie. Call as you start to hear more movement from all around. Oh. Well, I guess I was too hot to handle, but that's <laughs> that one I'll have to wait for later. <laughs> Very good. Um, anything else, Vel? Uh, nope, that is it. All right, uh, Breus. I snarl the cat and I go, Not this day, you silly beast. And uh, first, I use my hex split. No, I'm just gonna spear it twice. That's a natural one, so that's a miss. And then I. Is this a 15 hit? A 15 does hit. Okay, so I, I. So even though I missed it with my first spear attack, I stab it in the back for. Uh, I swing my butt up and I butt it in, in the chin for 98 damage. And I actually make a move over here. Uh, I make my move around the cat so that uh, it's possible for somebody to flank it. And then I'm done. Love it. Um, bum, 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 bum. Give me one second as I'm having a hard time Don't taking off. The, I need to take off this damage. Ah, there we go. Yeah, barely. Uh, this this crag cat looks like it's uh, limping, and you can clearly see the blood staining its white uh, as snow coat as it snarls down at you. Alright. Anything else? No, that's it. Nice snarl back at it. Alright. So, you guys see uh, what looks to be a couple... Whatever, I'm just going to do this. A whole pride of crowd cat. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Oh. 
Sorry, World 20 is giving me the worst time with this. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Those, uh, one, two, three, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, these uh, start, um, well, I'll go like this. Uh, the first one's going to attack you, uh, this one here, Abreus, and then I'll move these others. Uh, just sure. so I can get that out of the way. It's going to try and bite down with a 19. Uh, it, I, it, it looks like it's coming for me by a better side with my shield. Nice. 20. Nice. As it misses, doesn't have its multi-attack. Uh, as it kind of tries to bite down and it's limping, it's trying to reposition itself better. You see that there's these cats here. Oh, come on. As they run... Uh, and try to position themselves getting more in line. Uh, Idana, the one that comes up to you, is going to try and run with a charging claw attack for 16s. Yeah, that'll hit. Okay, uh, that's 8 slashing. Okay. As it sw runs up and tries to pounce, not really aware of Vel or Morthus at this moment. Same with the other one. They seem to be charging for the two that are standing clearly out. All right. Oh, uh, don't forget Uncanny Dodge. Thank you. I always forget that reaction. So add four back to myself. Still getting used to that. Yeah, not a problem. Uh, always good to have that come back to you. All right, so uh, let's get to this order, Morthus. Okay, let's uh, Eldritch Blast. Thirty <laughs> uh, twenty for the one by Braus. And then we'll roll damage, then I'll... So that's 13 force to the uh, one on Abreus. Okay. Still standing. Okay. Uh, you actually have killed it. Had exactly 13 left. Then my second one is going to go to the one uh, on Idana. Okay. With uh, 27 to hit. Yep, absolutely. And that'll be 11 force damage. Love it. And, uh, that'll do it. You accidentally removed it from the turn order. Oh, no! That's okay, it goes first. It yeah. does. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what I get for doing that. Uh, uh, b -b 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 anything else more with this, or is it Idana's turn? Uh, Idana's turn. rapier on this kitty 16 again that'll hit and I still get my sneak attack thanks to my swashbuckler oh so thank goodness five <laughs> plus 14 awesome and let me see bloodied by um, the way um, if this cat is unaware of Vel, I will continue to stand my ground. Okay. You guys are doing um, good. Uh, yeah, so as you can see, I have my arrow tool out. Um, I'm going to... Uh, Vel is going to reposition herself and start a 
a fireball, but make it so she doesn't cause a forest fire. She'll change the change it to ice. And uh, I'm gonna need a dexterity saving throw from these guys. One, let's see, uh, one second. And that dexterity saving throw, it would be a uh, DC 16. And, uh, How big of a uh, thing is it? Uh, it is a 15. One, uh, let's see. It, here, I'll post it. it, it oh, it's a uh, 20 foot radius. And uh, I was uh, lining it up from here. Oh, from about right here. Sorry. Like that? Yeah. Okay. So you have this uh, position behind where it's hitting both of these cats at the same time. Uh, and it is a dex. What is it? Dexterity saving throw 16. 23 for the first. Oh, damn. Critical success and then a critical failure. How do you like that? Uh, So the critical uh, success was this uh, one up here. The failure was down here. Uh, Taking 24 total, right? Yes. Uh, So this one is now dead as this one uh, takes... Half of that, 24, so 12. Yeah. Okay. I've got you back. Good. You guys are clearing these out. I love it. Um, And then I can delete that little thing. Anything else, Vale? Nope, that is it. All right. Abreus. Okay, Abreus is going to, seeing that Vel's cleared out, kind of just gives her a bit, big thumbs up and just runs kind of like 300 style running at, at the crack cat and uh, is gonna attack twice love it go ahead 20 nice and, yes and 24 oh nice it's killing it 10 plus 11 so 21 points of damage oh damn that thing's probably dead right not oh. quite it is oh. still so- up but like, barely. I, I, I plunge my spear and I go like, just die already. Stay away from my friends. And I, plunge, and I pulse another blow, uh, blue great glow in for 15 points of, of uh, radiant damage. 15 points to kill it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Total. Goodbye, pussycat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that is so funny. All right. Double uh, damage from both of us. I know. <laughs> oh, that was classic. Uh, so, um, yeah. Uh, you are not quite out of initiative. Oh. Oh. There's still oh. threats in your vicinity. Uh-oh. Can we look around and see if we hear what's going on? Smell anything? Uh, Breus, yeah, since it's uh, your turn, you killed the last one, go ahead and make me that perception. Let's see if you can tell where I have some fun friends for you. Hey, Breus is not the most perceptive, but he will try. Eleven. You can tell they're up by the camp. I, I kind of I kind of do, like, silent motion that I kind of point in, like, danger ahead. All right. Are you still going in order? 
yes, we'll keep that same turn order. Um, the cats are going to move. <laughs> oh, no. If I move it, you guys will see. Aha, let's do this. Ah, oh, hide it. I think I need 10 extra on that one. There we go. Okay, so you got one of them. One of them has disappeared in between the trees. Uh, you got two of them coming at you. What do you... Uh, and that is their turn, so that brings us to Morthis. You know you got two coming at you. Uh, maybe one more. Uh, you can't get the best sight on everything, but you do know that you're still within threat's range. Cool. Um, well, we will go ahead and uh, Eldritch Blast two times at the... Uh, I suppose leading one. Why not? For a 24 and a 25. So that'll be... Ooh, that was a bad roll. Oh, ooh. oh that's wow. so sad. 13, 13 total fours. On this one here? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Right. Rolled a one and a two for my damage. That was oofy. It's called introducing tension. <laughs> but All right. uh, his, his movement speed is slowed by 10. It's, I mean, he's close enough that it won't make a difference, but just so you know, his movement speed is slowed by 10. Okay. Idana. Oh, yeah, so uh, all you got to do is, uh, like, click and hold your token, and then you left-click. Uh, oops, I moved you on accident. You left-click as you move, and that'll tell you. Uh, so, or uh, right-click, I guess it is, as you move. So left-click your token and kind of move it around so it'll wiggle, and then you right-click that little arrow up. I guess, yeah, where you're moving to each little token. Does that make sense? Oh, it's not working for me. That's okay. I'm going to move to right here. No, there we go. Right there. And let me see. I am going to... Hmm. I'm going to pull out my short bow and take a shot at the closer cat. Okay. 17. Okay, uh, 17 hits. 5 piercing and 14 for the sneak attack. Okay. Leave. Bloodied. If it's yeah, does the, if the sneak attack counts, then yes, it is uh, bloody. But I'm trying to remember: do you get sneak attack on that? I don't think you have any advantages. Don't. Okay, so with my sneak attack to work, I need to be within five feet of it. So no, there's no sneak attack on that. Okay, so just five. five. So no, not bloodied. Yeah. So the swashbuckler is only if I'm like right up on it. 
So yeah, just five. Okay. Vale. Yeah, Vale will move up a bit, and then she will, uh, from about right here, she will let loose another fireball. Ice still this time. Um, yeah, so make me two, maybe three saving throws. <laughs> I don't think it's three, but yeah. Yeah, don't want to say it, but it is three. You judged right. Hey. Yeah, uh, let me get that damage up there. Oh, damn, 28. Nice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, this makes me sick. All right. Uh, <laughs> DC what? Uh, 16 dexterity saving throw. First one, six is a fail. That would be red. Blues Love up. Love to hear it. Eleven fails. Fantastic. Hidden one succeeds. Oh, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 28. Uh, boom. This one, oh my gosh, is barely hanging on as the... So the first one's incinerated immediately, just engulfed in this flames as it just ice. turns ice. to... Or, I'm sorry, ice? How do we... Yeah, yeah. Okay. Because uh, there's a feature with, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, my subclass that lets me replace damage right. from another spell type, yeah. Right, so it wouldn't disintegrate as much as it would just turn frozen? Yeah. Okay, yeah, fair. So, yeah, so this thing turns completely frozen, just like a statue. <laughs> uh, preserved for all time. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so it, uh, yeah, it's it's frozen. The other one is uh, almost in completely frozen as well, and then shakes it off and kind of seems to be rather... Uh, messed up i would say uh pretty pretty beat up from uh from that attack fantastic and i don't know it but i hit the other one too yep yeah you just hear something from the woods uh that calls out uh actually you know what you could probably if it's calling out you know exactly where it would be uh, as it's like, dude, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one pops there. I'm going to get rid of that thing. All right. Abreus. Okay, I see both. And again, once again, I'm appreciative of Bell's capabilities, but unfortunately, I'm too far away. So instead, what I'm going to do is I'm going to move up here and pluck myself, and I kind of just bang my spear and my shield to try to attract attention. And then I look at this cat. Well, first I look at this cat and I kind of just, my eyes pulse with gray energy and you see the gray energy shoot to the cat and I curse him. Uh, so that's a, I, I launch a Hexblade's curse on him. Uh, and then I proceed to, does this cat look pretty hurt? The cat at the top. Uh, yes, it does. So instead, I kind of look at Morpheus and kind of just catch his, catch his eye before I raise my arm and I, and my, my arm and spear and I shoot out two great bolts of Eldritch Blast. The first one at this one, uh, but it's not as powerful as Morpheus's. So clearly, it misses with a 
critical miss. Okay. And the second with a 16. Okay. Hits. That is one point of force damage. Okay. And I'm done. <laughs> All right. Uh, the only thing I'm curious to know is I feel like that tree. I'm just curious if this tree. Eh, whatever. I'm not gonna. I don't care. Whatever. This thing's cursed. Uh. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Um. Brace. That was your turn. So is <laughs> it's my turn. Um. This cat. Uh. Is going to move. Here for, with the attention that you're drawing, and it's going to bite down. Oh, boo. <laughs> my shield oh man you batted away and a half uh this one here is going to run and then come up here and try and do the same uh, uh whatever it's gonna it's gonna come here kind of uh yeah go ahead with advantage not gonna hit because you got crazy ac uh that was an 18 <laughs> Good job. So glad I love these crag cats. Started off strong, finishing off weak. Uh, that is it for their turn. Uh, Morthus. Alright, I'm going to move up here a little bit. And uh, Eldritch Blast uh, the blue guy. Okay. Hurts. Sorry, cast the wrong spell. Hang on. Oh no. Buttons. Things are going poorly. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right. Technology is upon us all. Oh all right, no! A nat one, so I missed that one, and fire a second one for a dirty twenty. Nice hits. That one will do nine force damage. Very good. This thing's barely standing up on its last limbs, uh, trying to keep itself stable, but it is uh, barely able to even uh keep its posture i guess at this point <laughs> it's pretty bad idana okay um taking out the rapier again and swinging at green 25 hot dang that is almost an end so, 8 and 8, 16. Good. And I will yet again stay put. Okay. Vale. Uh, yeah. She is just going to cast a firebolt at the uh, one closest to her. Okay. Uh, uh, for 20 to hit. Yes. And um, nine fire damage. Oh, yeah. Great job. Uh, yeah, and... it seems to really hate the uh, fire that uh, you cast at it as it cinches its fur. And that's my turn. Um, all right. Uh, Brace, back to you. Can okay, you finish it off? I spin a spear over my head and I aim for this one. Oh one. my gosh! And a four. Uh, well, actually, I would have, I would have taken a tech opportunity to come here. Okay. Oh, sorry, it's 
So we won't apply it to the. Uh, I would have taken. So actually, yeah, I would have taken the attack opportunity. So we won't apply it to the first one, but I would have applied that to the second one. Okay. If that's, yeah. I cast shields my reaction. Okay. God. Okay, good, good, good. That's not disappointing at all. <laughs> With a rolling a twenty-three, seeing that number and getting excited and seeing the shit. Yeah, that's good. Well played. Well played. I aim a shield. I raise like a divine shield, and it bounces off of it. So I hit this one with the nineteen. I good. Presume. Yes, you do. So that's 11 plus my plus I have Hexblade's curse in it, so it's 14 damage. Nice. Exactly how much damage it had, or HP it had left as you kill it. Yeah, and with that, you see the Grand, you transfer back to me, I regain five hit points. Uh, yeah, sorry, six hit points. Nice. Way to go. Okay. Done. Uh, all right. We have one cat left. They're going to charge directly at you, Idana. One last attempt. Has it come? Oh, did it pass me? Did it come into my reach? It did not. Uh, okay. Yeah, it stayed. It stayed its different uh, distance away, as it goes okay. to attack you, Idana. Coming down with a bite. Give me something good, y'all. A twenty-four. Yes. Oh yeah. That is ten over my armor class. That super hits. Wait, are you saying only 14? Yeah, I've only got 14. <laughs> so oh yeah, I will uncanny dodge that. No! Everything. Everything I've done. No. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, you're able to take this bite as you're able to move kind of out of its way, uh, halving the damage. Uh, good job. Uh, that brings us to Morthus. Alright, I think you know what I'm going to do twice here. Do it, do it. Not one. Man, Ugh. there Not we dirty go. 20. There we 22. go. <laughs> dirty 22. <laughs> dirty 22. Uh, with the one again on the damage. Uh, so six damage to How blue. Is this one's still... Oh, six. Yep. I get plus five for agonizing blast. Dead. <laughs> yes. You guys are officially out of combat. Way to go, guys. Uh, it was, uh, that was your first crag cat encounter. Usually that's, uh, it's like one of the first ones that, uh, people run into but i don't know why we didn't <laughs> we had like the mammoth that right out the gate <laughs> uh that cracked me up all right so yeah that was the crag cat you guys are able to go explore the camp and see what's uh what's there if you would like as you see that to the north what east is uh three tents some uh massacred people uh lots of blood and the snow around it looked like there was a campsite at one point uh that uh, has been completely ripped apart watches the brayus run around like the fucking flash oh no morris walk around running around <laughs> with the fucking flash um, <laughs> um the chances of people being alive are next to zero right yeah they're all dead kind of eaten okay. up yeah it's gruesome 
Can I can I investigate their campsite? Uh, yeah. Okay, just look for things. Any who these people were? Any information? Uh, twenty-five. Nice. So yes. Uh, so as you're going through, you can see that um, there seemed to be uh, a small family. Aw. Oh no. Um, what you can tell are two adults and unfortunately two kids uh look like they were making their way trying to get back uh to uh the next town uh most likely they have just some basics on um you know uh you know the campsite looks like it's uh I guess a cozier campsite. Uh, it's pretty uh, set up uh, in a way that's um, set up for a family. You know, you have all the needs and everything like that. You have your bedrolls. You know, you have some pretty decent portions and rations and food and things like that. Um, and uh, yeah, you see that there is. Um, about 50 gold pieces on the two adult bodies um and idana if you want to roll me an uh, investigation check as well yeah i mean you're able to see that there's some basic uh you know i would say <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, absolutely, do that. Give it a D <laughs> four. Come on, four. Oh. <laughs> twelve. Yeah. I'm just looking for any like shiny stuff. Yeah, you see a uh, nice brooch. Uh, you see wedding rings. Um, you see that the one of the little kids uh, <laughs> around their neck had a little bit of a holy symbol that uh, had a really nice silver chain attached to it. The shiny stuff. Um, but that's about it. Uh, you are uh, able to find a bunch of rations uh, and uh, things like that. If anyone wants to pick that up. This, about, yeah, how about how many rations? She would divvy them out. Uh, yeah, so... They were carrying a... They had a crate of them. Uh, there's about seven that are left un-torn uh, up. Okay, yeah. Val uh, will give them out after... Because uh, uh, we're apparently robbing this poor dead family. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and after after we've thoroughly robbed them, Val will say, so should we... I'd hate to leave them here like this. Should we take a moment to bury yeah. them or at least cover them with snow or then we should at least dig some shallow graves for them they deserve that much at least agreed I mean, it'll make it so less creatures like these cats show back up again oh my goodness yeah what, what? Is that? uh you're good keep going i need to look something up i they have something on them that i didn't know was a thing until i rolled it and oh but i found it with my 25 Oh, you would have found it with your 25. <laughs> That's awesome. Okay. Uh, you find a deed. Oh, 
Oh. To a place called the Ramshackle Inn. In oh. Lonelywood. Oh. oh. Looks okay, like that's... this family, uh, De Groots, uh, was the uh, family that was taking over after... Um, unfortunately... Uh, Unfortunately, gosh, this yucks. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. uh, after uh, Sawyer de Groots hung himself in the common room many years ago, no one's been able to sell it because people find it haunted. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, how long would it take us to bury these people? Because I'm, I'm pretty sure, like, the snow is, the ground is hard right now, or whatever. Yeah, it would, I mean, you have your magic ways, but, yeah, it would take you, uh, probably a solid five. Now, to bury them, you'd probably get away with a good three hours for the whole lot of them. Okay, I mean, yeah. With the blizzard going on right now, they'll be buried in three hours anyways. Do we really need to take the time to dig out a hole for them? A worst case, we can always bring up the dome if we don't make it to the next town. Yes. But otherwise, we will just end up leaving them here for predators to keep feasting off them. And they deserve more than that. This was a loving family with lives and a story of their own. And unfortunately, it was cut short. Question uh, for you, Vel. Did you divvy out the gold as well, or did you... Uh, not yet. Uh, she has about, like... I also forgot that last session I also found 80-something gold on the uh, other people. So she'll be dipping that out probably when we rest. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just completely forgot that I had the other gold till now. <laughs> Wait, how much gold was that? Uh, so we had we got eighty two last time last session from the uh, assassins, and then this session we got fifty gold. Okay. And yeah, so we yeah, Bell would happily take that time to bury them. Yes, okay, that's what it is. These are okay. residents of Dale. Um, I would lend a mage hand. Um, after they're thoroughly buried, Belle will stand up straight, dust the snow off of her, and say, So, um, I found a deed on the father. Um, it's to a place called a Ramshackle Inn in Lonelywood. Um, so, I mean, I guess we have to visit that at some point. I mean, technically it's ours now. Yep. So, that's something we, we now own property in yeah uh super quick encounter you guys are probably looking about three o'clock okay okay and um so those uh creatures were hard to detect before they you know shouted at us yelled at us and attacked right yes would i know if they their uh, their claws or their fangs or their fur had any magical properties uh they don't okay 
people take them for good luck. Uh, you know, like a superstition, like a rabbit's foot. Some people will wear it. Uh, a but... big ass paw around their face, around their necks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, <laughs> like a claw. Or, yeah, like a single claw or something like that. But I mean, other than that, there's nothing about it that is magical. Okay. Um, so should we keep carrying on then? Yes, I believe we should. We still have much way, much of the way to go. Bill will jump on her axe peak. Patrick, come here! And I jump back on the cushy tush. <laughs> the cushy tush of Patrick. Let's bring us back to this big old map here. That was a pretty neat trick, Abreus. Um, Princess Buttercup, come here. <laughs> Princess Buttercup just kind of like walks over, but just doesn't stop, just keeps going. <laughs> I've run after it. <laughs> You're able to like eventually catch up and grab it as it slows down. Not really to listen to you as much as it is to like grab something off the ground, like some leaves or uh, grass or something. <laughs> and you're able to grab on and get its thing and catch back up. The stubborn axe beak. <laughs> I will eat you. I hope you know that. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, we are here at Bremen um, takes us, gosh, another couple of hours. So we arrive here at Bremen, um, probably close to about 5.30, almost 5.45-ish. Um, not too bad, but yeah. Uh, let me pull this town up here. I think this is the first time we've ever been to Bremen. Yeah, so you guys are coming in uh, uh, down here off of this like corner side here. Uh, Bremen would be up a little bit to the north, but yeah, this is it. Do you guys want to stop in or do you guys want to keep going? What time of day is it? Uh, you're about 5.30, 5.45 p.m. I guess I... Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Bill. Uh, I was just going to ask, how far is it from here till the other town? Oh, no, this is the last of the towns. Oh, okay, that's right. Oh, then we might want it. What, yeah, what were you going to say? Uh, I was going to say, given this is the last town, we should stop here, but just make a quick stop and head on out. Um, yes, no, I agree. Just to stop for the night, and then we leave. All right. So uh, you guys uh, come to this lovely place called Bremen. Uh, you're kind of coming in from this bottom section here, uh, moving your way up. Uh, you can see that there's really not too much going on in the town of Bremen itself. It's just got this uh, river that's running up into the Mare Dueldom. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, I had a flashback to uh, old yeah. Tobias. Uh, uh, and uh, you know that 
other than that, it's pretty much completely frozen until you get out a little bit. So there's nothing but ice around the docks and people moving their boats up into the unfrozen parts of the mare. Um, the town center here is known uh, you can clearly hear by some of the locals as you're walking around that the five tavern center really seems to be the place to go um, uh, there's really no oh I guess uh, there is uh, buried treasures in which is right next to where you guys are at buried treasures um, they have a uh, a bar as no, they don't have a bar. So you'll have to go to one of the uh, five affiliated taverns. Uh, even kill the river's mouth, grumpy moose, or the black bearded brother. Should you choose. Uh, I guess whatever we come across first. Yeah. Awesome. So yeah, you guys are uh, making your way down Bremen, up Bremen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here is uh, the tavern center. There is where you will find your drinks, uh, your food. Uh, your inn is right here. I'll make a little mark of it now that I can do it right there is the buried treasures in at the very edge of town um but yeah okay so just a quick stop some food and drink yes. and then head back out yes uh, yep okay awesome um and once we get into the tavern uh and we're seated avel will say so i've collected quite a bit of gold from the uh you know, the um, assailants the other night and, um, you know, that unfortunate family. And so I calculated it and it's all, um, it should all be, we each get 33 gold and she already has it into four little meat piles. Oh, sorry. Well, uh, thank you. <laughs> I have no idea what all this is. Let's get this out of here. Um, also, the turn order thing is still up. There you go. Thank you. I have a oh, and... <laughs> I don't know why I have this stinking thing. Uh, yeah, so you guys come to whichever one you come across first. We'll call it the even keel. Um, yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, Rule 20 just froze up on me. Are you guys... Can you guys move around? I, uh, I just dropped myself on the map and I can see everything now. Yes. I wonder how this town is. Do you think they are more Levistus or more Oriel? Oriel or Oriel? Well, I can tell you one thing based on what we've seen. They're going to go with whoever they think can protect them from whatever this is going on around them. Look around at some of the people that are here in this tavern and see if I can spot any of those black sword emblems. Uh, make me a perception check. 
17 good uh yeah you don't really see anyone uh with a perception check and uh you notice <laughs> yeah uh you can find a place by the bar not really too much uh tables uh you can find the tables uh around here uh it's just i've moved this map the way it is <laughs> A quick recycle of the map. Yeah, you don't see too many people uh, other than um, the uh, the basic common folk around. They look like a bunch of fishers, uh, fishermen, um, and things like that. Uh, they don't really have too much going on that uh, looks like they would be uh, cultish. As much as they don't really seem to even pay you much attention, I guess is really what I'm trying to say, is they just don't really care. I'll go like well, this. As far as I can tell, I, I don't really see any, you know, sort of board emblems anywhere, so... Oh, fantastic. Great. I say we uh, keep our heads low, get a good meal, and head out without any incident. Damn, I was really hoping we could get another free meal. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep that for Bryn Shander. Yes. Take that as motivation to get back to Bryn Shander safely, Morthus. Oh, oh I don't need any more motivation other than my own skin. Alright. Uh, let's get this person here. I'm going to give them the name Levine. Flower Heart is their name. So you, ooh, that says Flower Rat. There we go. Flower Heart is the name. So you can see that uh, as they uh, are bouncing around, uh, kind of just greeting everyone. Um, <laughs> apparently blowing up super tall uh, as they kind of walk over and notice you and say hello, hello uh, Levine is uh, blonde haired uh, tied back in a real tight ponytail, she's got some spectacles on um, very proper and prim looking uh, very tight clean apron um everything about this place looks like it's a really clean uh tight run ship you got a handful of barmaids running around but levine seems to be the one that uh is bossing them around she stands about five foot five uh small petite frame uh hello um welcome even keel what can i get for you it's warm, um, warm drink warm food yeah i'm gonna stay for the night we are, we are staying. Oh wait, oh wait, oh wait, no, it might be too early still. Yeah, because I thought it was later than it was, sorry. Yeah, if you oh. need to stay at a place, uh, then you need to go to Buried Treasures. I'm just a tavern. Okay, no, 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 just the food and drink is fine. Apologies. No problem, we get that a lot. Some people think they can just drink and then pass out on my bar, but not here. Not at the even keel. We have a reputation. And might I uh, suggest you all mind your manners? No political talks, none of this or real business. We would be glad to not talk about Oriel. Yes. 
Thank you. I do not want to throw yet another person out for causing a ruckus here. We understand. You mentioned the buried treasure. Um, does that buried treasure in is that named after anything? Uh, or is it just a name? Uh, just kind of. Uh, it was there because, um, you know, back before we had all this winter, she kind of points around, kind of doing the, you know, all around hand signals. She's like, before we had all this winter, um, we had a lot of people coming out here uh, looking for different minerals and panhandling and, uh, or excuse me, not panhandling, but panning for treasure um, along the riverbanks. Um, and they often found a lot of very uh, decent sized uh, minerals and gems and things like that. Gold, iron, silver. Uh, so they call it the buried treasure as kind of a, a nod to those that started up Bremen. We, uh, you know, we're one of the smaller ten towns, but if it wasn't for those that were just trying to eke out a living, then uh, we wouldn't be here, and we'd like to just keep things pleasant and, uh, you know, respectable. So what's on the menu? <laughs> oh, well, we just had um, somebody bring down a uh, reindeer, so we have some venison going over. It'll be shaved off here pretty quick i have some basic um you know root vegetables and some brussels sprouts roasting over the fireplace i also have some chili if uh, you need something a little more heartier Oh, yeah, I know. I was going to say the same thing. And whatever warm drink you have. Ah, have you had uh, the good meat from good meat? Of course. We certainly have. Good. We hate it here. All we serve is ale. Oh, ale is fine. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. (laughs) You guys are a just joy to be around. You get it. You get Bremen. And she she kind of turns around and starts uh, shaving off some real uh, juicy, fresh uh, rotisseried uh, venison as they kind of plate a big old platter and set it down in front of you, then walks over and scoops up a bunch of the vegetables that are kind of roasting underneath with all the drippings on them and the, uh, the like the Brussels sprouts and the root vegetables and brings them over and then uh, scoops up a couple uh, big old pots of chili for you all and sets them down and then gets the drinks and uh, pours them out and you can tell it's some decent stuff, but nothing... Uh, Nothing too fancy is, you know, she kind of sits it down and she says, you know, I've heard some rumors that there might be uh, some unfortunate, uh, what do you call it? Uh, There might be some uh, alcohol close by. Um, Yes. Um. You all look like the adventuring types. If uh, you should happen to come across any rare liquor of any types, we'd be willing to pay you handsomely. How much are you proposing? Well, 
things are tight, but we have other offers. We have uh, other ways of paying and, and taking care of you. Uh, you know, I can offer you 50 gold pieces uh, per bottle, as well as uh, some a place to stay and a place to drink, always free. Out of character, DM. We've heard different prices for said alcohol, right? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. You know that in Lonely Wood, you could get one hundred and fifty for it. <laughs> That's uh, didn't we hear? Property. Didn't we hear three hundred at some point, or am I hear, mishearing? Th- did I mishear something? A misheard. Yes, one hundred and fifty okay. is the highest. Okay. The and Lonely Wood wants. Here. Yeah, the Lonely Wood place wants to run up a high market on it to make sure they can hoard it all and then charge a ridiculous amount for profit. God, uh, like a gold, like gold a shot or whatever. Oh yeah, it's gonna be expensive. It's gonna be like ten gold for rum. <laughs> um, um, yeah, no, we we'll see what we can do. Oh, wonderful. Um, okay, uh, and she kind of sets. I'll uh, let you about your business. Uh, if you need anything, please let me know. As she kind of comes over here and. Uh, let's see what the people are talking about. Bell bites into the venison because she hasn't had proper meat in a while. <laughs> Just a lot of root vegetables and fish. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it tastes heavenly. It's nice and juicy and meaty and steaky and I don't want to say gamey, but yeah, it's venison. It's got a little bit of this. It's got a good dry rub on it. Uh, yeah, these two are talking about East Haven and a wizard that was caught on fire uh, because he killed some out-of-towners. Uh, nothing that you guys haven't heard before. So, not as big as Bryn Shanda, but this is rather lovely. What if we just stayed here? No, we can't. We have places where we need to be. If we stay here, things will eventually find us. And then this lovely town will get destroyed or worse. We have to get more powerful. I mean, conversation. Come on, Morpheus. I mean, are you I, not a smart fellow? No, I hear what you're saying, but why could you, just you, like that? We could just, um, you know, accept the inevitable and enjoy our last days on Earth. I'd rather not, you know, do that. I'd rather fight till my last moment and either win or die blowing someone up with a fireball. I want to know that my life meant something, and if that means that I die struggling against something like a goddess, then so be it. Nobody's life means anything. Maybe yours does, you just don't know it yet. I mean, you make it mean something by what you do, and if you're sitting with your thumbs up your ass, then by golly, you'll just be a man with his thumbs up his ass. And then your flame will burn out. Well, why don't you just try saying that you're going to stay here and see if your flame agrees? No, I already know it's going to happen. I just, if I can convince you to do something else, then maybe I won't have to go along with all this. (laughs) Well, no luck. Excuse me, Miss Levine. Uh, she quickly turns back. Uh, yes? So, would you happen to know 
of anyone in this town who might be able to sell me high-quality incense for, you know, about ten golds worth. She kind of looks, uh, you know, she puts her hands behind her back and you can tell she's deep in thought as she's like, um, you know, I've heard of a few people around. Um, you might just have to stop at a, at a home and make kind of a, a quick trade of some sort. Maybe gold is something they want or uh, maybe you can buy them something else they need and trade that way. But, um... We'll call the uh, Dodana Spell Stinger. Oh, um, can you write down the directions uh, to her place, please? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let me put this in chat so I don't forget. There we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she kind of smiles and she's like, yeah, you just go, you know, out the door to the right and uh, a couple houses down, uh, just knock on it. She's always there. She's got her little ones with her, but she's uh, she usually has that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, I'm sure she can help you out. Fantastic. Thank you very much. Yes, of course. And then she's uh, goes back to... Uh, you know, uh, gossiping with these two and in walks a couple of very scruggly looking people. Uh, they kind of walk in very loudly and Levine kind of looks over and she's like, oh boy, not again. As these two kind of like call out, all right, me and my brother here, we got 10 gold for anyone that can fight us. And knock us out. And we haven't been knocked out once. This is the third stop of the night. Any of you think you can handle me? I look at Abreus. Yeah, I also look at Abreus. <laughs> uh, I thought we said we were keeping our heads low. Uh, Abreus, you took a little bit of damage last go, right? Not well, much, but a little bit. I healed myself, so I used uh, I used lay on hands to heal okay. myself. All right, never mind. I was yeah. gonna make sure. Belle won't say anything. She'll just look at him. Idana and... is just going to be smiling, looking at her food, just not saying anything. <laughs> I feel the immense peer pressure that's bearing down on me from the party. <laughs> um, I look at Morthus. Morthus, you want me to do this, really? I mean, it'll be fun. They walk over and they kind of uh, bump into you uh, a little bit <laughs> as he's just like, oh, 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 look at you, big guy. You think you can handle old Clint Trout Toucher? That's a terrible last name. <laughs> <laughs> I will not pronounce your last name, good sir, but, but yes, I've handled plenty of you drunks in my time. Well, you got something against Trout Toucher family? We've been a great establishment in this fine place. Oh, that breath for sure. Yes, you definitely have a great name. Oh, oh Come yeah. Come on. Sets the ten gold down. Levine, hold this for us. I'm about to make some quick money. 
the, the joke's on you, Mr. Trout Boy. Mr. Trout Boy. And then his brother's just like, yeah, come on, Clint, get him. He's like, all right, all right, step over here to the overly sized wolf. <laughs> <laughs> The dire wolf. Yeah. The largest dire wolf ever. (laughs) Yep. Fist to fist. Uh, We'll roll uh, initiative real quick. Okay. Oh, Oh, no. They both look so bad. (laughs) On your uh, way up there. I'm going to slap you on the ass and give you one minute of uh, guidance, so you'll get only 1d4 additional at some point, but you may use it for something. Hey, I flush a bit as you slap me on the ass, and I step forward. <laughs> Clint, alright. Uh, so Clint goes first. He's going to... Gosh, how do I do this? Um... An unarmed attack? Yeah. I'm going to assume that I'm wearing my plate, but not wearing my shield. Is okay. Fair? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Unarmed that's... strikes are one, def- are one plus your strength modifier, unless you have a feat for it. Or a monk. Or you're a monk. Okay. So 16, then. Okay. Will we have taken a short rest before we did this? No. We were walking. Yeah, no. Okay. Then... Uh, I guess it's my turn. Uh, so this is going to be a d20. That's a 10 plus my strength modifier, which is 2. And I can't remember if I'm considered proficient in an armed strike. I don't think I am. Yeah, um, I don't think so unless you're a monk. Um, yeah, no, we're all, we're all, because Avel is. Um, so oh, that means really? You are. Oh, nice. Yeah, there it, you go. Yeah, every, yeah, everyone can use their own fists. Okay, so that's a 15. Nice. Is that uh, it? Hits. Okay, so that's one plus two, so three damage. Okay. Smack him. As he kind of just like takes the three damage and he's just like, oh, oh, where'd you learn to punch? All right. Uh, and he's going to. That joke. <laughs> and he's going to try again. Oh gosh, he's just so <laughs> drunk that he like stumbles as he tries to step forward with his jab, and when he steps forward with his jab, he loses weight or he loses his uh, balance and like kind of leans way too forward and kind of like takes a couple steps and bumps into you, and then he's like, "Hey, hey, 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 hey what are you trying to do?" He's been knocking the head too many times tonight. <laughs> I'm in the head. For oh my <laughs> gosh! Oh, it doesn't crit though because it's not a dice roll. <laughs> so it doesn't make it. I hit him for that three. Oh yeah. Do you get uh, two attacks, Abrius? I don't. Not yet. Oh, you're multi-class. That's right. How much damage? That would be three because I don't double damage dice. Oh, yeah, because it's not on a roll, sadly. Unless you want to rule it that it doubles. Because yeah, let's do it. Let's make it. I, yeah. I'd, I'd rather. That makes it more fun. Yeah, and it makes it go faster. Yeah, exactly. As we kind of chip away at this. Uh, so, um, he's going to go 
uh, and do the same thing. <laughs> so he's not even getting close. Yeah, he's just like barely swinging and able to t tag you. Seventeen. Yeah. That's uh, so Seventeen. So it hits for that three. I keep punching him. Aiming <laughs> his already broken nose. As Clint is missing all these punches, Vel is just gonna shout, "Where did you learn learn to throw a punch?" <laughs> he's like, he's just like, "You guys, you guys." Oh man, I can't wait to hit you. I'm gonna hit you so hard. Uh, as he does it again, <laughs> what are these? <laughs> oh, no. He fall. I'm gonna say he falls down and uh, hits himself and kind of knocks himself unconscious as he just kind of falls to the ground and just lays there, knocked out, and then his brother perry trout toucher runs up and he's like oh clint you soiled the trout toucher name and they pick each other up and they run away i won't make Don't you fight him <laughs> I, I run over to i well first of all i go like not much of a name to begin with easiest 10 gold i take 10 gold <laughs> i uh I five gold as a tip to to levine and i kind of pot, i put the rest on, on the table and then i turn around and this time i give uh I give Morthus the biggest slap on the ass back in return and say thank you for the spell. <laughs> it's a... Uh, not a problem. <laughs> Here. So you, I see you can take it. <laughs> uh, Hoping that I made you flush the same way I did. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, definitely surprises. It's, it's like you know, um, I don't know. It's it's uh, like like whenever you're 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 messing with somebody, you know, and it's all you know in good fun. And then they come back at you, and it's like you just didn't expect it. Like, you're not mad about it, you just didn't expect it. Yep. Yeah, that was my intent, to kind of unsettle him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did good as you uh, come back, and Levine kind of looks at you all, and she says, Wow, um, you made quick work, quick work of the Trout Toucher Brothers. That's such a terrible last name. Why wouldn't they just change their surname at some point? Um, also, how did they get that name? What did they do to the trout? Uh, she <laughs> smiles. Oh, well, see, they one of them used to own a tavern, and the other used to own... Uh, one of the brothers used to own a tavern, the other of them used to own a fishery, a fish market, and, you know, one of them would get really, really, really drunken. Well, God. you can imagine... <laughs> Oh dear lord. The name kind of stuck and they've been trying their damnedest to prove that that's not who they are anymore. Bless ah. their hearts. They work hard and they're a good staple in this community but we'll never let them really know that. <laughs> yeah, nope. Can't let it get to their heads. Especially when they act like such dickheads. But, um... Anything else I can offer for you? You have been quite pleasant, guests. Um, no, not as far as I'm concerned. She'll look at her party members. No, no shrugs. No, I'm, I'm good. Wonderful. Nope. All right. 
Um, and so after getting there, you guys kind of hang out at the bar. It's probably close to 7.30 now, uh, going on 8 o'clock after, you know, oh, eating, late, yeah. drinking, um, getting a, in a bar fight with the, the trout touchers. Uh, yeah. Um, say so it's getting rather late. We can, you know, um, keep going or we can go and find an inn here. But before we do that, I would like to, um, visit, um, this Miss Dodonna and see if I can buy some, uh, incense off of her. You see, when I first arrived in British Hand, I had, well, I had my little familiar. It's a, it's a little snowy owl. However, um, a kid threw a snowball that had a rock in it and it hit my owl and kind of pooped and it had not been able to afford to get him back since. Oh. So I would very much like to get him back. Oh. <laughs> oh, yes, his name is Oliver. Oliver Queen. Oh, I love that. Let's see if we can scrounge up some incense for you. Yes, let's. And she will head towards the directions that Miss Levine gave her to Dodonna's. Perfect. Yeah, uh, so you guys head out uh, to the streets of Bremen. Uh, where is this town at? I'll show you. Yeah, not too far away from... Uh, where you guys are currently just a few houses down to the left right about here Dodonna okay. yeah. Dodonna Spellsinger yeah and once we're there Bell will give a very polite knock on <laughs> the So yeah, on the door. So as you're knocking on the door, behind it you hear just a scuffle of like footprints, uh, children kind of running and making noise and kind of battling out, and then you hear someone yell and just be like, "Shut up! I'm trying to clean!" And then they hear the knock and they'll be like, "Oh gosh, I'm so..." And then you can hear some moving around and settling up and uh, getting around and uh, someone, you can hear that they're walking up to the door, kind of patting themselves down, talking to themselves, being like, oh man, I, I, they, I hope they didn't hear me yell. And then they open the door and be like, oh, hello, how are you? Oh, hello, are you Dodonna? I am Dodonna Spellsinger, what can I do for you? Um, yeah, so I heard that you, I might be able to procure some high-quality incense from you. And I'm looking to, you know, either purchase or trade, you know, 10, 20 golds worth. Oh, yes. I imagine you were sent here by Levine. Oh, yes. Um, she'd recommend it. Uh, you are came highly recommended. Oh, wonderful. She's been sending people my way, trying to help me start up this new business I've been trying to get going, but the people here have been slow on the permits, and I've been having to work outside of my house. As she turns around, she's like, if I hear one more noise, come out that backside, I want to slap you, sir. Please give me one second. She closes the door, and she goes like, I will make you regret the day, children. And she opens it up, and she's like, okay, yes, yeah, some incense, yes? Oh, yes. 
Uh, okay, uh, she uh, invites you in, and you can see it's a pretty clean house for what it is. Uh, and, um, you know, there's a few, you know, like, kids things around some straw dolls and things like that but as you're walking through you see like a handful of kids just kind of peeking their head around the corner as they're just watching you as she's just like Elspie get out of here Elspie get out of here she's kind of like gets around and she opens the door and pulls or a drawer excuse me and pulls out some uh, incense for you and she's like um uh, I should have enough here and she slides it over will this work for you uh, yes, now how much will it be for this? Mm. Well, and does it look like she gave me about 10 or 20 golds worth? Uh, she'd give you about 20, and she's like, um, it's about, uh, I'd say close to 20 if you can. Uh, yeah, no, happily. And she'll hand over 20 gold. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Um,. If you guys are here, maybe you might be interested in... I just pulled out some Goodberry muffins. Do you want any? I'm just trying to sell them for, uh, you know, two for silver. I'll get five. Those yeah. All I'll, right. I'll do that, too. Wonderful. And she's like, Elspie! I need muffins! <laughs> So, I love this character. <laughs> so. Two for a silver. So she'll actually I'll get six. So that way, you know, even change. All right, perfect. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So you guys are able to uh, exchange out some silver, more or less, for a handful of good berry muffins. They're just muffins baked with some good berry uh, effects to them. So you can have that. Uh, and she smiles. And is there anything else you need from her? Um, not that I can think of right now. Thank you. And she smiles and she's like, of course, of course. Remember, I'm here anytime. Anything that you need. Will do. Have a lovely evening. And good luck with the little ones. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> she smiles and she's like, they're so, like, it's just so rambunctious. It's hard to keep them entertained when it's so cold and snowy outside, you know? I can't just let them run and play. I just gotta let them be in my house and my business and every place. <laughs> she goes, goes and she's talking to herself as she, you know, closes the door behind her. Ah, okay. So, would you guys like to, you know? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> ah. Should we get in here, or should we keep going for the night? Um, can I look up at the sky? What kind of weather we got looking at us right now? Yeah, so it's actually, uh, you guys are pretty clear for the next uh, six to eight hours. So, okay. yeah, if you want to, you can travel, uh, but um, that's up to you. I say we keep traveling then, since the sky is clear. Yeah, no. Travel while we can, and if the axe beaks get tired, we'll take a break. Yes. Or if we get tired. Either way. I hate to always be the dissenting opinion, but um, <laughs> we do have a long, long way of travel, and it might be nice to stay at least one more night in a bed. I feel like we've uh, lost enough time, and you know we've all gotten used to Vel's little tiny hut by now, and it's not bad if we snuck out for warmth. Yeah. 
Okay, either way. Oh, cheer up, fellow. Uh, dear fellow, we'll be back soon. What they all say. <laughs> Tell you what, when we get the, the treasure and and we sell the ale, you and I and all of us will go celebrate with a nice meal back in Brenchender. Well, I mean, all right, let's go. I mean, unless you need to rest. No, 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 I'm... Like, spells-wise? Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm plenty fine. Belle, are you doing alright as well? Oh, yeah, no, I'm doing, uh, wonderfully. Thank you. Okay. Okay, so if, if you all are good on spells, then we can keep going. Yeah, no, that's... Alright. So you guys uh, are able to... Uh, hop back on the axe beaks, keep moving out. Uh, you're able to make it, I'll make a blip if you would like to move your token. About another couple hours outside of Bremen. Okay. Oops. Yeah. There we go, Brass. Uh, Oh, got a giant. And a kaiju. <laughs> Veil cast enlarged. enlarged. <laughs> Everyone's enlarged. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever actually put my token on this map. <laughs> All right. So, yes, uh, as you get here, um, I need a quick perception check from you guys. Sure. 16. Aw, 13. My first low roll tonight. <laughs> 20. Oh, wow. For once, the Brace is perceptive. The Brace, you? You can't help but notice that there's this white owl that's been following you for quite some time. I turn around to Adana and say... Donna, wasn't there a white owl that chased us the night you came back to the hut? We'll look at Abreus, just kind of like almost a dead-eyed expression and slowly nod her head. Um... Yeah, there, there was. Well, don't, and I kind of whisper really qu as quietly as I can, and say, don't look now, but there's a white owl following us. Donna, as you're kind of looking to see that, uh, and uh, Donna, you start to see that there could be, maybe something on the horizon up by some of these hills maybe some four-legged creature that seems to be keeping up with your pace as well uh and next to you next to us taking the high ground uh these odd circles are decent sized almost mountain uh just real rugged hills uh that are completely snow-capped over i should probably describe 
uh, where you're at. Uh, you're in deep, deep snow, uh, kind of in a valley of sorts, uh, and you're starting to catch on that you are very much not alone. DM off table check. Would that time in the tavern have counted as a short rest? Uh, yes. Okay, thank you. Oh, cool. Then I will do Arcane Recovery. So I get Hexblade's Curse back and one spell slot back. I get... I'm at a third level, but I have two first levels back. I start to move. Is this four-legged oh. shape wolf-size? Yes, it is. Um, That's my old wolf buddy. Donna, is there something we should be worried about? Uh, yeah, no, we, we might have some very unkind visitors that may want to pay us a very painful visit. Uh, Val, if you don't mind throwing up the bubble, that would probably be a good idea, so we don't Um, yeah, no, no, got it. And Val will give her once a day, uh, uh, thing that lets her ignore ritual cast time and only take one minute to summon her bubble. Okay. So you hit this little, or you're able to uh, get to a spot uh, that is, um, oh gosh, uh, quiet, uh, pulled away, kind of out of the sight of everything that's going in as you quickly cast this uh, bubble, um, sealing yourselves up. You start to notice that this owl is starting to make its way back and forth back and forth and then you see six wolves start to make their way around and with those wolves oh shit ten okay uh, ten of those naked berserkers oh no uh, as they kind of are making their way not directly in the same uh, path as you are, but they're heading the opposite direction. As you see these groups of people start to move through and uh, not directly walk by the uh, shop light or uh, tent like they did last time, the hut, um, but they kind of stay closer to the outside as they're making their way in like they're trying to do some sort of investigation check on this area hopefully they all get nat ones oh oh Well, that's unfortunate. Aww. Unfortunate for them or for us? <laughs> you see them all gather around. They seem to huddle up. You start to notice that some of them poke their heads up and start looking around, trying to find something specific, uh, specific and then they come back to it. Huddled back together. Also, for reference, Mel would have made her dome white, so that way it somewhat blends in with the snow. 
Okay. But again, they... it's a big, perfectly round object. So. <laughs> as uh, as they talk, they start to go about the way, the same way that they were heading, walking away from you as a group. Fantastic. You see that some of them are lagging behind, kind of looking for certain trails or tracks or such a thing. But some of the wind has mostly blown and obscured anything that they were looking for. Uh, not uh, They were not able to find your exact spot. Uh, and that, I think, is where we're going to call tonight's session. Okay. Thank you for game. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you guys uh, don't mind saying good night to everyone. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night, everyone. I promise I'm not an asshole in real life. <laughs> good night, everyone. And if you uh, wish to follow us on Twitter, we're at the Critcast Pod, Instagram, the Critcast Podcast. Uh, and if you want to hit us up on Gmail, uh, send us some feedback or anything like that. We always love hearing from you. Critcastpodcast at gmail.com. And good luck on all of your adventures. <laughs>